All right, hey guys, welcome to another episode of Wrestling with Fetish. Today's date is the 17th of July, 2016, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, uh, Jacqueline Velvets. Um, hello. Hello. And um, uh, sitting across from us right now, looking absolutely stunning, um, is <laughs> Leah LeBeau. Now, if you guys don't know who Leah is, well, you will tonight, but uh, a lot of you probably already do. But Leah, please say hello to the fans. Hello. So Leah, I, I somehow talked her into doing this podcast very last minute, so we really appreciate that. Um, and uh, I don't think you've ever listened to one before, right? This is, this is No, I've never okay. listened to a podcast. This is great. She's going in completely blind. <laughs> you've never listened to a podcast before? No. Oh, God. I know. There's, There's so, so many good ones. I know. I, I think we were talking about Boston. Bill Burr has one. It's really yep. funny. And it's just him sitting in front of a mic, I think, by himself. You can hear his dog barking. I hear about them all the time. I just oh. I don't even think about it during the day. Yeah. But if you're driving around, they're really good to oh, just yeah. kind of pass yeah, the time. Yeah, sure. Good for long drives. They'll keep you company. Yeah. So <laughs> I've known Leah for about 13, 14 years. Um, a lot of you guys who follow my website know that we worked together uh, way back in the day. I think we were both starting doing our respective businesses. Just about starting, yeah. Yeah. I think I was your second? Second Yes, company I work Second for, company. Yeah. And uh, from my recollection, when Leah showed up, I was struck by uh, your presence, intelligence, sense of humor, Aww. and of course, you know, you, you look great on camera, and you look great off camera, and it was really fun to, to, to work with you, and it almost seemed like it was went by so fast that I was like, oh, I can't wait to get her back, and then it just never happened, like, I think. Yeah, I, I just I never really traveled back to Atlanta, um, and you know, life gets in the way, mm -hmm. and then... 14 years later, and we start talking again, and then... Uh, now we're back. Now we're back so in business. 13, 13, 14 years later, and uh, I kept... I remember I, I would tell uh, Jacqueline about you. Everyone said, oh, I really need to get Leah out here. And at the time, she didn't know who you were, so I'm going to like show up. And was like, this is Leah. She would be great on your site. And, of course, Jacqueline was like, yeah, make it happen. And we never just did until recently. So uh, for those of you guys who have been living in a cave and don't know who Leah is, she is... Um, known for many many things um you are a wrestler you are um an actress you've done uh fetish productions as well also yes. you do uh session wrestling um most of it yeah yes. and uh and you've been pretty pretty steady for the last you know since i last saw you, you just kind of i actually from the moment i started uh when i took my first session i haven't really except for a brief maybe year and a half i really haven't stopped yeah um, I've slowed down. I don't do it full time, um, but I definitely have continued for 14 years now. Yeah, no. wrestle co-ed. And Mixed. yeah, <laughs> and so once again, mixed wrestling uh, is exactly what it sounds like. A lot of people who are listening um, don't know what we do. Like, they just want to hear about the world of fetish and production. But basically, yeah, session wrestling, mixed wrestling. Um, it's. Uh, I mean, how would you describe it to a, to the layman? If someone walked up to you and said, "So, what's what's a session? What would you say?" Basically, I walk into a space with somebody else who wants to take me on, who wants to challenge me, or wants me to beat them up in wrestling. Mm -hmm. um, we meet in a space, whether it's matted or a, a convoluted kind of setup space, usually in hotel rooms. Don't get the wrong idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we meet, um, we talk about what's going on, we talk about injuries, we talk about what they're comfortable with, what they're not comfortable with, what I'm comfortable with, what I'm not comfortable with. We change and then we just start grappling. Yeah. And to a lot of the clients, uh, this is what you would consider their fetish. 
or at least one of their uh, uh, some of them their fetish and then some just like the thrill of the, the competition some of them actually the younger ones that are getting into it actually talk to their friends about it it's the older ones that it's kind of like their little secret mm -hmm. something that they can't do with their partner their girlfriend their wives whatever the case may be and uh, I I am that part of their life that they yeah. Yeah. And you but would, it's in secret for them. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny, you would mm -hmm. imagine a lot of wives would be okay with beating the crap out of their husbands. Right? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, but <laughs> I just don't think that they get it. They're in a different era, yeah. especially the older ones. They're in a different era where women do not have strength or power. Mm -hmm. uh, they are just kind of like the moms and the, the, the wives, the cleaners, the, you know. Yeah. No, that, that makes kind of thing. that makes total sense. We mm -hmm. we know a lot of uh, people who are, are still doing sessions. I've been doing it for a long time, but before we we jump that far ahead, I was going to do what I usually do, which is to kind of give a brief um, synopsis in terms of like what led you to doing what you do now, and that it's something that you know from talking to you, you apparently love greatly. You really enjoy what you do. Oh, I've always enjoyed it. I've mm -hmm. always enjoyed the competition. Um, I have not enjoyed the injuries, but mm -hmm. the injuries are part of business it's just when you're in a you know full contact sport just like anything else after years and years there are gonna be things that happen yeah how I got into it uh, I answered an ad in the paper I was in real estate selling real estate and assisting a commercial real estate broker uh, I was bored as fuck <laughs> I was young um, and I was looking for something different. I was looking for something that I really wanted. And I was just going through the classifieds because way back then there were classifieds. Oh my God. Paper. Yeah, those were like in, uh, <laughs> those were in printed paper. They were in printed paper. And that's how you found jobs and cars and stuff. As you, um, as you shook your cane at, at kids. It's just crazy. It's so oh, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> how old were you when you were doing this? 23 when I first started okay. 23 um, so it's been a while um, and I answered down the paper for a fit young person female obviously mm -hmm. uh, that can do 30 or more minutes of physical activity I was like well that would be me let's go see what this is all about that's very vague <laughs> it was extremely vague and yet extremely intriguing I yeah. was like what the hell is this is it, am I gonna is it a gym am I gonna be a personal trainer I mean are they gonna put you in a pit versus somebody mm -hmm. else and just hand you a knife and I don't I don't know and I was curious because I'm a little crazy like that and mm -hmm. I went and <laughs> met somebody who was a session guy that that wanted to start a session ring in the New Hampshire area and um, told me about it and I was like fuck okay mm -hmm. I don't know anything about this sounds kind of weird I'm kind of weird let's give it a whirl yeah so try everything at least once at least once right <clears throat> mm -hmm. so the money sounded good and then I didn't know if I would be good into like into it or, or if I would be even good at it and my first session was wonderful my second was even better. The third had a little hiccup, the fourth had a little hiccup, but I was still very into it and very, um, all of a sudden, just good at it. I just yeah. found my niche. So, yeah, it was you were just natural. I was kind of natural at the wrestling, kind of natural at being a dominant, kind of cocky asshole. Um, I am the only girl in my family, so with two brothers, so I was the princess. I was the cocky kind of, look at me, you know, kind of. Middle child thing going on. So, yeah, so after um, maybe a month more of him setting up sessions for me, I realized, wow, I just started doing research. 
Um, I had an opportunity to get a warehouse spot down the street. And I was like, I'm going to go do that. I got mats, got mirrors, got changing rooms, got outfits, yeah. you know, got into the world. And by three months in, I was already traveling the country and, and figuring it out. And so where, how did that kind of eventually <clears throat> morph into doing video work? I got contacted by people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, obviously everyone goes up on the WB270 site and that's yeah. the big site back then before they kind of broke off. Now there's many different ones to advertise. And um, they just contacted me. I was a new game in town. You know, I was young. I was fit. Mm -hmm. You're still fit. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, 24 fit is different than yeah. whatever age I am now. That's true. <laughs> so, 25. Yeah, yeah, 25, sure. Um, 12 long months ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, you know, they, they, they ate me up. They were like, they contacted me, and I started, I think, first with Scissor Vixens, and then, then you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember, yeah, it was, it was a really good set of shoots, and uh, I had a blast. And uh, you went on after that to work, I think, I mean, for like a, a myriad of companies. Yeah, right? I think I, from there I went to California, and I, you know, I worked with DT, mm -hmm. and I worked with um, gosh, Chicago, I worked with superheroine.com, and... Gosh, so many different... I can't even... Honestly, to be honest... It's just a lot. It's just a lot, and I can't even name them all. I don't it even know what they are anymore. Yeah. I don't yeah. even... And that people ask me, email me all the time, do you remember that video when you were wearing this and you were doing this? I'm like, <laughs> no, I don't. I've got thousands. <laughs> like, I don't... I don't remember any of it. It's but. like if someone asked me, like... Hey, remember that one hold you did in your third video with 20 minutes in? What was that called? Yeah. I get that a yeah. lot. And like, I... I mean, I try to remember, but there's just so much of it, and yeah. you know, I remember the the mix sessions people obviously a lot more than I remember the videos I've done. Yeah, because that's more of a personal, private, one-on-one, -on -one, you know, interaction. And so it's more personal. <clears throat> yeah. Well, absolutely, you're in a, a, a private space with somebody who outweighs you, and you have to figure them out. You have to, you know, get into their head a little bit and like be personable and you know figure it out and, and then at that point when the physical part starts you need to figure out what their movements are at one time and how to counteract that so yeah. A they don't get hurt B you don't get hurt and C that you dominate and that's all technique very true very <clears throat> takes true. a long long time to learn that yeah and so yeah you jumped in deep and uh, and you stuck with it I and mean, I think there was uh, and we can talk about it a little bit later but I think there were some breaks that you took um, for different reasons, uh -huh. you know, um, but uh, uh, people, you know, who don't really know a lot about the session work, uh, the, you know, the concept, the basic concept, of course, you go in there and on the more base level, you grapple somebody and it's either semi-competitive or if someone's uh, up for it, they'll do full competitive, which I think a lot of girls that I know don't really go that. They, they do I used to. Yeah, a lot of them first. when they start, they do it. Uh, I did up until probably about four years ago mm -hmm. um, when I blew out both my knees and then I got a, a herniated torn disc in my neck. Good Lord. Um, I mean, beyond, you know, breaking of the teeth and the fingers and the ribs and the toes and all that stuff, nose. Um, it was... <laughs> Sorry, I'm, just, I'm thinking like there's, there's a girl right now listening and going like, man, I should really... Wait, what? Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's, unless you're really trained beforehand and you know the technique beforehand and you know how to maneuver a body at any weight. Um, and, you know, a lot of the girls today are very money hungry, which I was more match hungry. And the money was a bonus because mm. I had to live off of it. Um, 
but looking back at it, some of the matches I took on in my youth, um, not thinking about it and, and thinking about, you know, just getting as many as possible uh, was a mistake. Yeah. It wasn't worth the money at the time because of the long term injury. But it doesn't mean that I didn't have fun. Yeah. It just means, or it had a good match. It just means that I, I should have thought about it more and maybe said no a lot more than I did back then. That makes, I mean, that makes sense. <clears throat> Which and, now yeah. I do all the time. Yeah. Like, fuck now. <laughs> you want to do what now? Huh? That's funny. Here, fuck me. You're adorable. You're adorable. Um, so, every, I, uh, we'll, get, we'll continue on the session a bit too because I think uh, there's, people out there who really want to know the intricacies of it and I, I remember being very interested in terms of like what is done what is not done and different um, session wrestlers uh, and just sessioners uh, mm -hmm. had different limits or different favorite scenarios or things that they would not do things they prefer to do just um, lines yeah there's, there's a, a lot, lot of, lines. of lines that you need to draw or undraw depending on your own personal and I, and I gather from your personal preferences, you really liked more of the, the actual grappling. Um, I have a lot of moral ground, and um, I'm a PG-13 mm -hmm. person. Uh, I don't wear underwear. I don't wear bathing suits. I wear straight-up workout gear because it's not... I'm not there to to be sexy. I'm there to to grapple. To grapple, and in that that is kind of sexy mm -hmm. in its own way. But you don't need to be dressed provocatively in order to achieve that goal. Yeah. Which is different than what a lot of people do. I, mean, I get asked all the time when you wear heels and thigh highs and it's ridiculous. I'm yeah. like, no, I will not wrestle you in heels and thigh highs. That negates the point of the wrestling for yeah. me. It's now it, it getting into more of a fetish sex service to me, which I am not in at any way, shape mm -hmm. or form a part of. So that makes you, yeah, that makes you definitely very... Conservative. Well, conservative, I mean, yeah, you can put it that way. But, I mean, still, if someone is, you know, doing the you know, sessions in general, I, I, I wouldn't consider you part of a conservative mindset. But within that world, then yes, you could say you were conservative. I'm not judgmental. Not at all. At, in any way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. There are many girls that do services out there that go beyond what my personal line is. And that's mm -hmm. personal. That's just me. I have no ill will or thoughts for anybody in their life. They could do whatever the fuck they want. I just have my own personal exactly. line. So, so yeah, because we've talked, I mean, we have a couple of friends that, that do sessions too, and, and they they all have their different, I mean, some girls like doing more of the pro style, or some girls mm -hmm. like doing more of the role play. Um, but you said you, uh, I think we talked earlier, and you mentioned that you don't even like to, to be asked to wear specific outfits. Like, Not anymore. Yeah. Um, for me, it's it's a legit, straight up, I've been training, I've trained, I've trained in Rio, uh, Brazil, more than once. Um, I'm highly skilled, I trained for eight years, doing, you know, consistent classes. It's not a joke for me, it's something that I actually spent a lot mm. of money in, and a lot of time, and a lot of effort, and... I got killed a lot for. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, it's like, do you want to wrestle or do you want to play? If you want to play, there's plenty of other people out there to play. Now, granted, if we establish a relationship yeah. and I'm comfortable with you and you want me to don a Wonder Woman outfit, kind of cool. I like Wonder Woman. It's my <laughs> shit. It's who I am. I think really. you're playing Wonder Woman tomorrow. <clears> probably, time, so yeah. have to do something. I have to. Always have to. Always. Yeah. So if that's, I mean, but that's after building a relationship. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, so, and I know that you know. There's some things that obviously you're you're dealing with people who who have done things during a session that have led to injury. Um, what 
I mean, what would you say if you could go back and talk to your younger self and go like, okay, hey, um, maybe this time around don't do this, this and that because it could lead to what in, ended up happening. And yeah. I don't want to give away too much detail. I'll let you decide how much detail to give, but I know that you have had some injuries and some kind of scary moments during sessions. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it's all with um, intuition and not being too eager and really taking your time and doing the research with the person and uh, really feeling it out. Because mm. when you take on an opponent that's not trained or is trained but outweighs you by more than 100 pounds, there's always a risk for something to happen, especially yeah. if they're untrained. They don't know their own strength. Uh, they, don't, they don't, they try, they, they um, I don't know how, they just make mistakes. And those mistakes could be very, very costly, more for me than for them, yeah. because I'm the one that they're taking it out on. Now, how have you dealt with those uh, moments? I, mean, I know you mentioned teeth, you mentioned fingers, you mentioned the ribs. Yeah. Um, what was your go-to reaction? Was it one of those like you would just fly off the handle or would you just kind of go no, like... No, I'll tell you what. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is where I wish I would have changed it. I usually continued. I usually oh. finished. Depending on what time it was. Shit. <laughs> so, like when I got the neck thing, the yeah. torn, torn herniated disc, I remember the moment it happened. I was stacked. The person outweighed me by 150 pounds. He slipped on the mat and he fell down on me and all of his weight came oh. down on me on my neck. Mm. And I remember him rolling off and me thinking to myself, I think I'm paralyzed because I couldn't feel, I couldn't feel like my fingers, I couldn't feel my toes. Everything was like pins and needles and numb and like, I couldn't move yeah. for a moment. It was ha I was having a hard time breathing and I yeah. think it was all due to panic. panic. Mm -hmm. And it honestly, it didn't come out until later in life, that injury um, with pinched nerves and then having to go see doctors and stuff. But at that moment, I remember I said to myself, three, 300, I think it was $300 at the time I was charging. Um, it wasn't worth the fact that I wasn't gonna be able to walk out of here today. Yeah. Um, but and that person's not gonna cover your bills. No, of course yeah, not. Exactly. It's, it, what, what, what kind of world are we live in right now? Like, mm -hmm. there's just no, there's no way. Um, but then, you know, my fingers started coming back and my toes started coming back and I started getting feeling back and I just took a moment and I brought, you know, took a breath. Mm -hmm. um, I sat down for about five minutes, I drank some water, and then I was like, okay, I'm ready. Was the guy like flipping out? No, he felt really bad. You know, obviously, you know, he didn't mean to do it at that one. Mm -hmm. That point, that specific person did not mean to do it on yeah. purpose, obviously. But I mean, still, I think if an accident happens and, and you think you might have been the cause inadvertently, I mean, I would I probably, feel guilty, of I'd course. Probably, yeah, feel like, but oh I my hit, God. I hit it. You know, I hit yeah. it a lot. I I, um, I pushed it away. I mm -hmm. kind of like it's kind of like a ballet dancer when you break a toe while you're in a pirouette. You know what I mean? Or in a spin. Mm -hmm. You keep fucking going. The show must go on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a lot of moments like that that I continued where I wish I would have been like, okay, we're gonna call it quits for the day. I'm Probably go home. see a doctor or something. <clears throat> yeah. Whatever the case may be, I think I got a massage the next day and um, I cried. For a while, and then I didn't. I didn't move for about three days after that. Oh, man. Um, yeah. So yeah, and that, I think that's the aspect of session wrestling, and I mean, we'll we'll eventually move past the topic. There's a lot of it's just a fascinating thing that happens that, that's out there because I've been I've been a chaperone um, on a lot of session wrestling. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I'm sorry, a lot of sessions. Some of them were wrestling. Some of them were ball busting. Some mm -hmm. of them were more dom stuff. 
Uh, a lot of them were like what you used to do for scissor vixens. It was a lot of like neck scissors, scissors neck scissors, yeah. yeah. Uh, body scissors, neck scissors, a lot of domination. The majority of it is that. And most yeah. of that you can kind of deal with as a chaperone because you go like, okay, well, you know, she's in control. And a lot of these guys are very respectful. Uh, they see the girl as their... Most, yeah. Yeah, a lot of them. Well, yeah, most of them are very, very, very respectful. And so you kind of see that they're almost willingly submissive in a way to, to the female or like even referring to them online as like, oh, I got to wrestle my goddess, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of that that thing where you meet the guy and you go, okay, this is not, not going to be a problem. Yeah, yeah. But we had, I've had a situation where um, a guy was grappling one of my friends and I was outside of the door and they, they basically said, like, if we send you this one word on text, come on in. I got the word, stood up, came in, and she was sitting there, and, and he, he, she apparently had just, I guess he had moved his arm the wrong way and just clocked her in the nose. Oh, yeah, that happens all the time. Exactly, but she didn't realize she was going to bleed that much, so... Well, she broke your nose, yeah, yeah. your nose. She really, it. it was everywhere, and when I first saw it, I almost was like, do I have to, do I have to do, like, something awful now? Do I have to, like, beat this guy up or throw yeah. him out the window? And, like, they, they sat there and explained it to me, and I was just like, you want me to go to the hospital and take it? And they were like, no, 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 just we'll stub it in. And she didn't really, I think he just hit her really hard, so he didn't break the nose. Oh, that's good. But she was just a ble- Capillary. Yeah, she was, yeah. A, she was a, I guess she just bled a lot for the injury. But I freaked out. I was like, oh, my God, it's really risky. Even, like you said, working with someone who is being gentle or trying to be gentle with you, but if they outweigh you. And they accidentally do this or that or move, you know. Just like when, whenever you start doing a sport. So when I started grappling um, and going to classes, mm-hmm. you know, going to gi classes, Brazilian jiu-jitsu classes. Um, I mean, there's always flailing. You're like a little monkey. You're like, you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Arms are going everywhere. Legs are going <laughs> everywhere. Knees are going into faces. Elbows are going into eyeballs. It's just... You just got to practice. And you get used and to it. And these people don't, you know, they don't practice on a regular basis. They don't train. So you got to be constantly aware of where the movement of the arms are. So this is the training mm-hmm. that myself and, a, and a, a small group of people in the industry actually do. Um, maybe more now, but at the time it was just a small group that actually went to classes and physically got trained by professionals. Yeah is that you learn the technique of bobbing and weaving, so to speak, while you're grappling. Yeah. Because you have to watch out for everything. You gotta watch out from all angles and you gotta be uber aware of what is going on in your surroundings, including the attitude and personality of the person that you're with. Because yeah. it's all involved. Every bit, emotional, physical, mental, it's all involved in a session. That's and people don't cool. understand that. I come home really tired sometimes after sessions because I've had to be alert to the point where every part of my body and my mind is on full full speed, full throttle for a full hour. Which if you think about when you go to the gym, mm. most people don't run for a full hour. Mm-hmm. Most people don't work on one part of their body for a full hour, full speed, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm doing for the entire hour with very little break in between, maybe a little water, yeah. but continue again. So that's... It's, it's tiring, you know. It's, it it's a lot of work. Yeah, I mean, yeah. shit. I'm tired just listening. To <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the people think that we just go in there and we're like flopping around and we look pretty and like we're squeezing, eh, eh, squeeze, squeeze. No, <laughs> like at least me and like some of my friends that I yeah. know really well um, are actually working very hard, and we've worked very hard to make sure that you don't get hurt mm-hmm. and you have a fun time. You, you're gonna leave smiling. Yeah. Because you came for a certain particular small niche, and you got it. You got your money's worth, and you didn't feel like you spent money doing it. Exactly. So that's that's 
you know. And then you have to, and then you have to move on to the next session. The, well, <laughs> or yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the next day of, of, of working. Whatever, so. whatever the case may be. Yeah. So that's great. So um, I think that's something that makes you unique in that, especially in the world of session wrestling and just session sessioning in general, is that you have that one <clears throat> kind of. Um, um, I guess you can call it a niche, but like you have that one thing that you are going to do and you're going to do it really well, right? Like I said, a lot of the girls that we know, they're, they'll do the role play. They'll do the, the let's, let me dress up. And some girls will do less conservative wear, more mm-hmm. attire. Like I know girls that will do stuff in thongs or, or sure. I think uh, I've heard of a few people who do topless and stuff like that. And so you kind of wonder like where the line is there, you know, when does it become more fetishy? When does it become more some, what people would would call like a bad word mm-hmm. and and so it's it's very interesting to see someone who keeps it that it's professional narrow. yes very professional it's a professional sport mm-hmm. um, and although I'm a very nice person and I can be very mean as well um, I come in and I have a job to do you're paying me a lot of money to do a job and I'm yeah. very trained to do it um, but I will not come in and, and put myself in an uncomfortable position. If I come in in a thong and you grab my ass and then I punch you in your face and you have to go home to your wife within a black eye because you inappropriately grabbed me because yeah. I was wearing a thong, there's that. And I just don't, I'd rather just cut out the nonsense and <clears throat> leave those people to people who don't mind getting their ass grabbed. Yeah. They would like it. They don't yeah. mind it. They like the touch. It's cool. It's cool, yeah. man. You know, but I'm more about the straight up competition male female and seeing who wins now we did discuss the idea of not even the idea I mean the reality that some of these um, clients even though they're there to do just that just mm-hmm. just the grappling some of them might get a little either handsy or yeah, forget themselves so I mean, you mentioned you have a couple of countermeasures that you can kind of employ and I, I was gonna ask you about those <laughs> Countermeasures, as in, as in, like um, if someone gets someone gets a little too too handsy, or someone does something very untoward, or maybe gets a little too rough, and I, I yeah, you basically just stop and you say, "We talked about this." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, do I have to talk to you like a child? Mm-hmm. You know what's right, what's wrong. You know it was accepted. You agreed to it. You know the deal here with me. I wrote it to you. You've, you've seen it online yep. for over a decade. There's no need to go any further. If that's what you want, there are other people out there. I just have the conversation like an adult because I'm mm. an adult and they're an adult, period. Yeah. If you wanted something like that, yeah. you should have told me and I would have directed you in the right direction. I would have pointed you into the proper place. And the other thing I think we, because um, like I said, this has happened before. And one of the things that I think on a personal level worries me about some of the session stuff is you really sometimes don't know who you're dealing with sometimes you do never know how you're dealing yeah, with it exactly so. until you do and I so mean, what if something happens where someone decides they want to attack you or they want to to do something that's just this violent like uh, at this point you're, you don't work with chaperones correct no I don't so how would you well number one I never get to that point anymore mm-hmm. um, my intuition and just by email alone punctuation the way they word things how they write it uh, there were that's a good point a point to detail if mm-hmm. I ask for detail uh, references if they're brand new why did they get into it explain yeah if I get a page it's cool like I know that they're really into it they're really you gonna know, go be legit um, and I'll be able to coax and, and not coax but um, teach them the process of what a session is mm-hmm. um, 
but basically I, I my gut has always been able to tell me and now I just listen to it a lot mm-hmm. more if I am actually in a position uh, where I am feeling threatened it's usually I'm in a hotel yeah you're in a public place really in reality um, you lock yourself in the bathroom call somebody yeah. I usually leave my phone in the bathroom you know I change I leave all my shit in the bathroom if I need to run to the bathroom I run to the bathroom um, if I really feel that my life is in danger, you put them in a hold, punch them in the throat, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever you need to do. It's all self-defense. Yep. Um, but knock on wood, I haven't really had to deal with not, that. Not to that extent. Okay. No. And I that's, mean, that's good. times in Italy, there was a little, you know, you weird, know. violent things going on, but it stopped right away. Get out. Yeah. You're, you know, I'll just call the police, like, they're right downstairs. I could probably yell at the window right now and have people in my room in two minutes. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, yeah, it's usually never a problem. And I've had, since I got back into it after my break, um, I've had very wonderful experiences. Mm-hmm. I have very rare um, uncomfortableness or explaining or uh, injuries. Here and there, of course, it's just the name of the game, but no one really trying to hurt me anymore. Yeah. It's just really just legit. And you, fun. I mean, just like any other business, mm-hmm. you have now cultivated a, a, a customer base mm-hmm. that you trust, mm-hmm. clients that you trust, you know, people that you know you can go to this session and not have to worry about what we just talked oh, about. Oh, I'm friends. Some yeah. people Some know that you're really good friends on a basis. Yeah, yeah. They, they know everything about my life. Mm-hmm. Like, we're friends. We're legit. Buddies. Dude, what is it? Like, I have, uh, I think Jacqueline does too. We have uh, people who started out as fans mm-hmm. who are now friends of ours. Me too. And people that we hang out with. People that I we're love gonna, them. Yeah. They're great. Because, yeah, there's mutual interest. There's mutual, and, and, and when you meet someone that, like, is, and I know, you can tell immediately. There was, a, we have a guy named Simon mm-hmm. who, um, he's from Britain, and he would just start writing me about my work and, and, and very eloquent, very funny. Mm-hmm. And and just really like good job on this, good job on that. I really enjoyed this. Very constructive criticism, and I I think that's like my fetish, constructive criticism. Yeah. Like I always post a video, and I'm like, guys, tell me what you think. And instead, I get like sixteen thousand likes. Yep. You know, or now they have they don't even have likes anymore. They have reactions, right? Like, yep. React. Oh, those click on a button. It's like you can have a smiley them. face or a heart. It's I like so I don't like to type, so I'm going to give you a heart. Yeah. And I'm just like just. Where's the dislike button? Yeah. Seriously, when is I gonna put? Can you imagine? Though God, <laughs> I don't want to see people. No, you would make enemies it fast. Be, oh it my be God, anonymous dislike. Ooh. Ooh, that would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool because I would Christ. dislike the shit out of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sandra's having another baby. What she has like fucking five dislikes. <laughs> Oh, Julie's getting married to Bob. Bob's a dick, dude. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I mean, but yeah. But like, so I, I love it. So he would just send me these these paragraphs, and like, you know, it was never like weird. It was just like, man, this guy really understands what I'm going for. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, Jacqueline and I, ended up going to to um, to Britain for a while. We went to Paris, came back to London, and uh, Simon, um, the fan, mm-hmm. who I, uh, I, think I met Simon. Uh, maybe. I think I, I, I've met Simon before. It sounds really familiar. Did you do anything in London? Like where you had to wrestle? Like... Oh, yeah. When I went back in 07, I was there for a week. So he worked for a company that where he was the, the male that you would beat up. And oh, yeah, yeah. It might have been him. Yeah, yeah. It could have been. Yeah, he did I, it for a while. I know yeah. I met a Simon yeah. in London. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's spelled with a Y. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, Simon, we just called you out. I'm so sorry. Sorry. But, uh, but no, but let me... Let me 
and he fixed that by saying that he was just the nicest, fucking funniest dude. Yeah. Did so he sweet. Buy something else? Uh, or is that... I, I think he went by that name, but I'm not going to name it here. Uh, I just know him as Simon. Okay. But, um, and but I don't. Then, yeah. Then it's okay. Yeah, but he was like it was one of those situations like. where he was a fan <laughs> just like he was a fan and uh, ended up showing us around mm-hmm. uh, taking us to different pubs showing us around Trafalgar Square and he had a little Doctor Who pen like, he was fucking just great and yep. like he ended up uh, creating his own website and hired Jacqueline to do a wrestling video versus this lovely lady named Zoe out there in the middle of Woking mm. Woking Walking. 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 Britain. Uh, Took us to pubs. Like, I, I felt like we went to Hobbiton. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> yeah, all the houses were tiny. They and were Aww. super tiny Little and people. Quaint. It was adorable. Dude, everyone's so fucking cool out there. But Drinking he was still, uh, we were talking and I just, and, and, and I looked at him and I was like, ah, you know, we're friends. But it started because you enjoyed my work. Mm-hmm. And you really can't say that about a lot of other genres. You can't be like, oh, yeah, I really like that Johnny Depp guy, so I just emailed him and we hung out. Like, it doesn't happen. I'll, I'll tell you what. You know, I've worked really hard in this and I've had a lot of shit happen. And when I get a fan email and they just, they, they explain what they, the first time they saw me and how they followed me and how they wish they lived closer or one day have a session with me. Mm-hmm. It really is really awesome. And it brightens up your day. It does. You know, even all these years later, I don't get them as often anymore, of course. Um, but, you know, when I do get them from time to time, mm-hmm. I, I read them. I may not reply. I'm really bad at replying <laughs> emails. Oh, girl. FYI, really bad at replying. I think not it's a, you. I think it's, it's a, me. I think it's a, <laughs> I think it's a female, female thing. thing. I don't know. I just... It's oh. hard to respond to all of the emails because, like, I mean, for me personally, I know when I get bombarded with emails like I will answer the ones that need respond of course a response right away like you know download issue or a shoot thing or whatever that's coming up but sometimes people will write to you and and they'll just say all these great things and you want to take the time to respond to them mm-hmm. and so that takes a mindset from you and, and you don't want to just be like oh thanks bye right right thanks for your support I do the same thing too, and I'm a dude. I, I'll get a guy who will gush for like three paragraphs. Oh my god, a whole page, and I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't. And I, will write, <laughs> and I have 80 more emails to attend to, so yeah. I'll be like, thank you so much. Like, and I will say something very honest. I always say, thank you so much. Emails like yours really keep me going. Like, yeah. They really do. Yeah. And that's all I can say. And then you copy and you paste. Do a No, I mean I do. I do eventually return emails. So anyone who's ever emailed me and never gotten response, I'm really sorry. Please re-email me and I will respond to you. But if you're only getting a one line from me, it's not you. It's me. <laughs> That's I so dislike true. emails so dislike. much. Dislike. Um, I I like. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's 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 one of those things. You it has to happen. You have well, to happen. you know, if you're gonna meet me in person, you got to deal with my shitty emailing and my one lines. Mm-hmm. But if you can get past all of that, you know, and you get That's through all your... my questions, and you write me a page, and I only write you, okay, thanks, see you then. Don't be angry. That's what they but call. But when um, you meet me in person, we're gonna have a nice, lovely conversation, and we're probably gonna end up being buddies. I'm gonna give you a big hug, I'm gonna kick the shit out of you, and then I'm gonna go home. Yeah. And you're gonna be happy, and I'm gonna be happy, and you're gonna email me, and I'm gonna be like, "Thanks, Leah, XO," and that's just <laughs> the way it's gonna go. So it's just me, guys. It's not so, you, it's me. I'm actually doing a quick live thing. If you're asking, um, 
uh, is it happening now? And I'm like, yes, it is. So if you guys have any uh, questions, I don't know why I'm talking to you. You can't hear this until way later, but I'm going to say reply with questions ASAP. Um, so that's, I mean, that is that is one of those things that I think ties us together in terms of uh, producer you know, versus... It's, it's customer service. Customer you know, service, it's, yeah. it's all about customer service. And granted, my customer service is lacking these days. No, but but when it comes to the actual work itself, and if you do actually meet me in person, it's much different. But also... You, I'm working for your company. It's much different. But also you have... You're doing something that a lot of um, girls do and also don't do. But for the majority, there's... Okay, so... And obviously, I'm not going to name any names. I, we know a lot of people. Um, oh, yes. But... Uh, there's some women that I've encountered who seem to have almost a disdain for the males that are into their stuff in general. It's like they almost look down on the guys. Why that... are they wrestling them? Exactly. Um, and and the, 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 the answer is cha and then ching. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it becomes one of those things like, you know, oh, I don't know why these guys are into this shit, but I'll do it. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, if you don't. You know, if you don't respect their their fetish or or their desire to to do this and that or see this, then why are you even bringing it to life? Well, feminists. I just yes. <laughs> yeah, just love, no, I'm kidding. I love. I'm sorry. No, it's just um, <laughs> you're you have a very you're you're in a some sort of parallel intimate relationship, and if you don't get to know them at least a little bit before you start wrestling, then you don't really have a connection yeah. while you're physically. On top of each other, it's full contact. You are, yeah. And then body that, to body there's contact. a lot of trust that needs to go there. And if you don't know them, like why they got into it, who they are, was it when they were a kid, was it when they were a teenager, was it when they were beat up by their cousin? Mm -hmm. Those are important things. Important details to know before you start this physical full contact sport with somebody so you know exactly what's going through their head. Mm -hmm. And the more forthcoming, the more you know you can feel safe and comfortable doing the session. So that actually brings me to another topic that I was gonna, I was gonna bring up. Um, many, many, many years ago, I, I accompanied a friend of mine to a, a session, mm -hmm. and she was gonna do a beatdown session. Uh, yeah, and so for people who don't know, beatdown sessions are, are pretty much what they sound like. Mm -hmm. um, if you're the female, uh, the male client will want you to literally beat them down beat like, them like street beat them like, like cockfight type beat. yeah like you stole money <clears throat> and that where's kind of... my money yep <laughs> where's my money um, I, i've done i've done Sorry, i just thought about family guy i've done videos uh for one specific company of a beat down and although i really like beating him up because he's the type of person that deserves to get beat up um it does take a lot of out lot out of you when you're not a normal violent-ish person, person yeah. and you have to act in that violent way and seriously make people bleed and bruise. Yeah, and that's the problem it's that I had with it. Uh, not with, really that fun. But the thing that I got out of it that I still to this day I can't, I remember it like it was, I mean, you know, the cliche, I remember it like it was yesterday. So the girl that I was chaperoning or I was there with um, did a beat down. It was actually not even a chaperone. It, she was doing it for a video company. Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> she just went to town on this guy. And he started fucking crying like <laughs> like a baby, like a child, like a fucking yeah. child. And, and many years before that, I, I've and heard. Then, I've and heard. Then he came. No. <laughs> Damn it! And be many years before uh, that, I had I had heard a story from another female wrestler who I was hanging out with at the time, who told me the same thing. There was this guy who who 
I'll beat him up and he'll just start crying. And it's not like crying like the way a man cries. It's like a child. Yeah, and, and that's so, some serious fucking issues, dude. And so this other girl that, that went through it, it happened, and then she felt horrible. Horrible. And she was like, I'm so sorry. And the guy was just like still doing his his, his thing. And afterwards, she just waited for him to finish and, and went up to him and said, look, if you want a refund, I'm so sorry. And he just said, no, that's exactly... What, what, you, yeah. what I was looking for. So, yeah. Good Lord. Um, you can you, totally hear that again. Yeah. <laughs> you have to 100%, at least I do, I have to prep for about a week before I do any kind of video work like that. Mm -hmm. um, I don't really do it anymore just because it takes so much out of me. I, I am a naturally cocky person. I can be mean um, in a playful way. Yeah. But to be mean in a mean way goes against everything that I stand for so the question I was gonna dredge out of that was and obviously once again anonymity is key but I'm personally interested in the roots of fetish and the roots of, of these desires and it's one of the reasons I started the podcast is to really explore this mm -hmm. and to give people a chance to maybe see their own reflection in what we're talking about and not feel as awkward and know that there's people out there who, who also have these tastes um, and so I know that a lot of people will tell you like, well, how did they, you, you even said like in the emails, I'll ask, how did this start for you? Mm -hmm. What was the root of this for you? And I was going to see if, if you didn't mind to, no. sh to share a few of like the more interesting, um, I guess, Genesis, Genesis, Genesis. Yeah. Well, the, the beginnings so the, um, of <clears throat> this kind of fetish for most people now. So, okay. This fetish is very unique mm -hmm. where let's say. 98% of men want to like pay women to have sex with them where the 2% want to pay women to dominate them yeah. whether it's you know deep domination or the wrestling domination which is what I'm part of. And the standard is more like the the BDSM stuff that you see glamorized more today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um most of the time it starts with pu uh, before um puberty. Yep. Yeah. Um girl in the neighborhood, tomboy, even sister, cousin, someone related or um, close to them in relation or in the neighborhood um, was beaten up by. Yeah. Was beaten up by them and they really, really, really yeah. liked it. And they didn't know why and they felt it was kind of weird and they had to explore it throughout their life. Mm -hmm. And then when this came into fruition, after GLOW and then I think it was through paper, you was classified and it was still really underground and probably part of the sex trade and wrestling, yeah. wrestling. Um, it started stemming out to factions where the guys didn't want to get touched. They didn't want their pee pee touched. They didn't want any <laughs> of that. They just wanted to get that feeling of when they were five, six, seven, eight, nine. And that thing happened. Yes. And it's very almost pure. And although they are, you know, not aroused, but it is sensual in some aspects um, because it is a woman and a man and yeah. it's close contact, uh, but it is more childlike for them. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum, it's people who have very busy lives, they have very demanding lives, they're responsible for everything in their life, and they want it taken. Yeah. And they don't want to get, you know, whipped and, and beaten and like... It's just a different kind of domination. Yeah, it's it, they want to be held down, they want to be put into a hole, and they want to be told that they can't move, mm -hmm. which in a lot of the holds through grappling, you can have, do that. Have you encountered a lot of figures of authority? Oh, yeah. Cops, politicians. Mi military. Uh, CEOs. CEOs, yeah. Washington people. <laughs> um, and that's when the sniper actors, suddenly fires. I mean, 
Jeez, yeah. yeah. And so, and that's something that I think uh, that's the one of the most. No news people. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> one of the most average things I've heard. It's always been like people who day in and day out, nine to five. Just watch uh, the face. Yeah. <laughs> Deans of colleges. That was a big one. I was Ooh, that. yeah, that's the thing. Like, it yeah. makes sense because yeah. like you, you're dealing with somebody who is in control of so many people. So much. Throughout the day that at the end of the day they just want to be in a situation where they're not in control or being yep. controlled. And that makes sure. so much sense. Yeah, um, it's a, it's, it's a um, not a sexual release but a, a, like a mental release for them. It's therapy. What, I, what I've known um, a lot of my wrestling... People have told me, and I agree with a lot of what I do for them is is therapy. Yeah, because I'm not only well, it's a, I, I'm it's, not just there. We don't just start right yeah. away. We talk. We talk. Yeah, and then we start, mm-hmm. and then we talk, and then we start again. You know what I mean? And and it's it's really a, um, a release of a lot of things that they pent up and they save up for, and it's a long time before it's they get to release. Like it. a massive catharsis <clears> for a lot of, especially a lot of the guys that I talk to, because they they. A lot of the guys want me to do more of our videos where I lose, mm-hmm. um, and and I go well, you know, or please order a custom. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't afford it. I'm like, well, I'm gonna go where where the customs are going at this point. But I even told Jacqueline, I was like, let's do a thing where like maybe she's Catwoman, and I'm like Robin, like it's just really just mm-hmm. goofy outfit, and like, and she would just basically dominate me for like ten minutes. Yeah, with some scissors, knockouts, and then like sell that and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, and we still got to do that at some point. <laughs> I think we have to buy the outfit or something like that, the, the Robin suit. Or do we have that? Do we own it? Uh, you don't own it, no. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to make that out. So if you guys like that idea, send me a thing. But every time I even post something about where I lose, everyone goes like, no, we don't want to see you lose. We want to see you win. Mm. And I'm like, all right, fine. But, uh, but going back to the original topic, but yeah, there's... <clears throat> they want to see the women winning. Oh, yeah. They definitely want to see me win. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's it's a weird thing because there's those two roles that you have to deal with where it's like in, in wrestling, it's the heel, the mm-hmm. bad guy, the jobber or the baby face, which is the good girl. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is related to your looks, your attitude. Um, size. It, size. Yeah. There. Like, I mean, you're wrestling a gentleman named Tiny tomorrow. He's six foot nine. I know. I can't wait. Can't <laughs> really. Like, I can try yeah. to write it where you beat him, but like it would involve a ladder. Oh, it would. It yeah. I mean, I'd really literally have to hit him over the head with a bat. No. Like, like Not even a bat. Up, Not even a bat. Like, he would just have to be, you have to like go Teaser? up to him and like tap him on the shoulder. And then when he turns, you run away. And when he turns back, like a wrecking ball comes mm-hmm. out of him. <laughs> And then maybe that'll stun him for a second, mm-hmm. and then I don't know. But um, I'll shake it off and be like, "Yeah, he'll be like, where are you? I just made him angrier." <laughs> yes, and he's 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 so awesome. Um, but I do appreciate, and you know, to the guys out there that are into session wrestling and getting dominated, I, I do appreciate the way that you have all redirected that particular moment in your lives and turned it into something that for you is a great thing. Because uh, mm-hmm. those those kinds of impulses could be easily misconstrued. And or for turn, them, it's a great thing. Too, yeah, for them, it's a fantastic thing. That's like to them, like you said, it's like a ride well, at Disney World. They don't have. There's not. There's more now, um, <clears throat> but more pure girls like us uh, mm-hmm. that are like the girl next door um, that don't aren't huge in bodybuilding. That don't you know get crazy. That don't try to hurt them because we hate men. There's mm-hmm. a very few of us that are still existing that are trained out there and uh that really legitly just look for the match for the people who want the match yeah and uh i'm definitely still one of them and i'm gonna go for a while i don't know how long uh eventually it's not gonna happen anymore so guys if you haven't seen me yet (laughs) i highly suggest if you want to 
to probably make it happen. So before we move on to the next topic, um, let's do a quick little plug. So Leah LeBeau, I'm going to spell that. That's L-I-A and LeBeau is L-A-B-O-W-E. Now, if you, like I said, if you're brand new to, to her, uh, you can look her up online. But um, do you have any particular sites that you want to promote? Like anything in particular that you, you would be easily found on? Um, the Civil Star um, Civil Star's sites, if you just Google Civil Star, mm-hmm. any of her sites have got tons on you, obviously. Um, you are on WB270.org. WB270, Carrie. Carrie Spectrum, Spectrum, mm-hmm. uh, is it Spectrum Custom Requests? It's, uh, it's... <laughs> I think, it, yeah, it's, that's I think true. it's, uh, Spectrum Custom Requests. I have worked for DT in California. Mm-hmm. I've worked for superheroine.com. But in terms of contacting you for sessions, is there an email that you would want to give out? Or? Leelaboe at hotmail.com. Damn! Hotmail! Same email from the beginning. <laughs> Leelaboe at hotmail.com. You crazy kids with your Gmail. <laughs> uh, I have a Gmail too, but I, I mean, <laughs> that's, the, that's the main one. Dude, I, I, I'm, I'm Yahoo all the way. Oh, you still have Yahoo? I'm Team Yahoo, Yahoo, man. I, I, I want to do a Gmail. I haven't been onto a Yahoo group in censoring. Okay, I mean Yahoo Mail. The Yahoo groups are like MySpace. They're just like these weird... Seriously. These weird... They were ba- so big at one Yeah, point. they were great. I, I had mm-hmm. like six, 7,000 members. I, I think it was close to 10,000. I have, I have 10 on mine. Oh, I'm like, I haven't opened it in three years. It's, what are you guys doing? It is like... They're it waiting. Is, yeah. yeah, they're, they're waiting. <laughs> waiting for your next book. It is literally like... The abandoned, oh, yeah. like the abandoned amusement park okay. of the internet, and like I remember, I signed into my MySpace account like a year or two ago, and it was horrifying. Yeah, I don't know what. I don't even. On. I don't even know what mine is. No, I forgot my password. Where is it? I forgot my password. Do they still exist? It's out there. They're, they gotta be. They gotta be out there. My profile's still out. When you look, when is you're, it? I, I gotta Google mine. I when you're know. walking around your neighborhood and you hear something rustle in the bushes, that's your MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> it's just <laughs> like when you're like. Yeah, it's like the fucking. It's like the. It's just yeah. It's like the. It's pretty much like yeah. It's like Gollum. It's just like I know you. We used to be friends. Yeah. You know. Well, okay. So here's this. I don't go on my Lilabo Facebook page very often, but when I do, please, if you want to contact me, don't do it through Facebook. Email um, Leah probably will not answer you. Leah LeBeau at hotmail.com. Hotmail.com. If you want to contact me, that's it. Twitter. You sounded like the most, most interesting person in the world. You're like, I don't usually check my Facebook. I don't. But I'm when really I do, uh, I don't. Twitter. Yeah. Just yeah. Twitter. Twitter me. Yep. Uh, Tweet the shit <clears throat> out of Leah LeBeau. Tweets galore. Tweets. Tweet, tweet. Um, and uh, yeah, so... <laughs> So, uh, one of the questions we get a lot, I mean, it's one of those things that I think every time we do a podcast, we get at least two or three people asking that same question is, um, in terms of your own personal preferences, and obviously these questions are always prefaced by the fact that these ladies that are, are guests on our show have the, uh, you know, the ability to say no to any of these questions. But one of the things is like, in real life. Do you have your own particular set of tastes that you like to indulge in as a female? Because a lot of, we found that a lot of people seem to think that fetishes are very much geared towards the males. And it is true. I think guys are more susceptible to to forming fetishes, whereas women, not as much. A lot of the girls that I've talked to, well, no, yes. But I mean, I think it's more overt in males. Well, it's it's a little bit more... More specific. um, Specific. Yeah. 
and has some sort of sexual undertone because males are simple <laughs> testosterone and penises that's that's their life that's your life guys sorry I, uh, there's one connectivity i feel it's not me it's science <laughs> i'm feeling very ganged up on it it's okay so, I'll, I'll you know it's very it's very um you're gonna lose this match yeah then. <laughs> yeah well guess what that's my fetish <laughs> fat, fat, fat. no, no I, I mean but i mean they're, they're derived on on um on, on sensory mm-hmm. you know and they're derived on sensation and so, in terms of your own personal life, um, do I have a fetish? Do you, do you have a fetish? Do you, or do you have anything that would be closely construed as a fetish? Like, what is it? If it would be, see, very, and that's the that's the question. That's, very apple pieish. Like, I have a fetish for food. I like good food. I like eating a lot of food, but not okay. in that like that weird. Well, yeah, like, not in the I'm going to eat it off of your ass. No, 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 like no but not yeah. in that like you know I sit sit around at like the like the Monty Python movie where you just eat eat eat. It's not like that. <laughs> Not then, at all, but like it doesn't it doesn't intrude on your in your sexual life. I mean, and so no, like, nothing intrudes on. So my obviously, life. like when I say fetish, I don't mean like um, like the sex in the city. Like oh my god, I'm an albonics. Like no, like uh, like you know something that that is tied into your sexual life. And if you say no, that's totally fine. Like I said, yeah, and that's fine. Because <laughs> like I said, I've I've uh, yet to find one of our guests to say that they have a very specific fetish. And that's one thing I like to explore is the fact that males, as we as we all know, we work in this business. Have very specific, yeah, shit. yeah, like like brushing of the hair, the teeth. Um, oh, that's still too broad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. So that's if you say true. something like, "Well, uh, Santiago, my fetish is um, to be bought a delicious dinner, a nice bottle of wine, and maybe a two-hour session of lovemaking where we can watch, I don't know, fucking Jimmy Fallon fall asleep." <laughs> that's not really a fetish. That's more like uh, your idea of a romantic evening. Whereas guys will be like, "Okay, you gotta be wearing spandex, but it's purple, and it's gotta there's gotta be a full moon out, you know." Yeah. And it's very specific. I get it. I get it. So I'm wondering, it's like, because they're visual, and yeah. we're we're not as visual. We're more, I think, sensory, sensory, and, mm-hmm. and, and emotional. Um, maybe like, yeah. The, yeah. Um, so I, it's just different. Now, in terms of you said, uh, I think earlier you should, you were you were a young girl with a lot of brothers, big brothers. Two oh, two brothers, one older, one, one younger. One older, one younger. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that we ask a lot, especially to a lot of girls that establish dominance in their videos and mm-hmm. stuff like that, on your personal on a personal level, would you say you're more dominant, um, submissive, or or like me, I'm more of a switch. I go back and um, forth. I can mm-hmm. go back and forth mm-hmm. um, because I was the only girl and was the middle child. I generally had a dominant attitude, but I never dominated my brothers. And I was never yeah. an asshole to them. Um, They're Boston I brothers. I don't. I don't know. I just. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. No, I just. Um, I don't know. I just. When it came out, the dominance came out, and I was able to fly that freak flag. Mm-hmm. It flew. Period. And I was good at it. Same thing as the submissive as well, or was that more um, unexplored? Or submissive isn't isn't something I share with anybody else except my partner. Yep, that's it. And that's fine. And that's mm. intimate. It's personal, um, and it's not very often. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That is something that I can say very much the same as I. I and, and you know me, mm-hmm. and Jacqueline knows me, and I am very much. When I'm doing my shoots and I'm doing my my day to day, I'm always constantly. I think part of me needs to be in control. Yeah, and that's what makes me, I think, a decent director is I know how to move things along. Um, but I think when when it's time to just relax, I think, like you said, between me and my partner, 
the submissive side comes out, but only to her. It's personal is private. Exactly. Um, but it's it's good to know that, you know, I mean, and like I said, it, it, it's something that if you're a switch, it, it's a natural thing to go like, mm-hmm. you know what, I trust you, I love you, and I will show you this more vulnerable side of me. Yeah, and it's, we it's can, a yeah. loving thing. And it's great. Um, it's fantastic. But my personality, I'm a Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that mean? I don't know. Sure. It, I was just a very strong-willed. Oh, okay. And uh, I generally go after things myself because I'm just not really good at waiting for it to happen. Mm-hmm. So if I want shit done, I go get shit done. If I want to go and date that person, I'm going to go up to him and be like, hey. Does this smell like, like chloroform? <laughs> Would you like a drink? Yeah. <laughs> does it smell like chloroform? <laughs> you know, I'll, if I want to date, I'll, I'll be like, hey, let's go out on a fucking date. I'm I'm not that bad looking. You're not that I bad. I just heard looking. a little. Bit, I just heard a little bit of your boss. A little bit. <laughs> I had a little Let's bit. Let's go out on a fucking date. Let's go. You, me, and a fucking <laughs> sandwich. Oh my god. Yeah, that's it. That was I <laughs> a don't fucking have a sandwich. fucking sandwich a down fucking at sandwich. the packy. We'll go pick up some beers and you know we'll have a date at the at the pack. Oh my god. <laughs> She's Bostonian. No, not really. Actually, that accent, I just totally make it. Oh, I don't no, actually no. have that accent. Thank the Jackie, Lord. Jackie, you guys, you actually, that's one no. thing. You guys really are similar in that you don't have that accent, Mm-mm. but you're from Boston. Boston. Well, my grandmother's Italian, and my father never had the Wista accent. Yeah, but you also don't have an Italian kind of... No, no, no. I just, I think I've, I've like grabs a hold of whatever I could not to make that happen and mm-hmm. I, I was uber aware of it because I hated it so much mm-hmm. so I just made sure I learned speech without the intonation and so same, Jacqueline's same uh, so Jacqueline had the same thing when I remember when I first saw the video with her in it uh, I saw a video with her in it and she didn't really speak she just kind of got knocked out and carried away mm-hmm. then I found out she was from New York and then I remember I saw her in a scene with I think it was Jamie Daniels and Jamie has a very prominent is it Brooklyn or She's from Long Island and from Brooklyn, so she's a double whammy. <laughs> so and she's got, she's got, she's got the. Uh, she's, oh my fucking god! <laughs> I love it though. I really do. I love it. Oh, and that I love one I accent love that I love. I love it Jamie, too. we love you so much, and um, I love. She'll your... never listen to this fucking podcast though. <laughs> <laughs> she's like two fucking hours. Oh I my got, god! Fucking listen to that shit. I got a, I got a fucking baby. I got a fucking shoot shit. Uh, I don't even like. I don't even. Does she even have like New York? You don't even need a car. You can just walk to where you go. I don't yeah. Know if you listen to podcasts. But um, she has a car. But Jacqueline doesn't. You know, really have that that accent either. No, it just drives me nuts. I thought she was it gonna. Have, like, honestly, when I first it talked to her, drives me nuts too. Yeah. yeah. And like I was telling you about my other girlfriend. I don't want to drop names. No, no, you I don't, don't have to. Talk shit. You don't have to. But she's this beautiful blonde, like she's got the face of a cherub, and she's very petite and feminine. But, but as soon as she opens her mouth, Woo. like it's everything is like completely flipped over, and it's like, what? It's a boner killer. It's a boner killer. Oh, is. serious. It's like, <laughs> serious boner killer. <laughs> It's like you look at her and you're like, oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. And she starts talking and you're like, meh. Yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> nice pants. Oh, jeez. Like your pants. No, like, I don't know. I mean, I, uh, I, 
and when I, it's like with any like extreme accent, like yeah. an, an extreme southern accent too, is very. We, I've had a lot of. Uh, uh, God, I got set up on a blind date once, um, and the, the girl shows up, and she's. They said, you know, it was one of those things where we send each other pictures, and our mm-hmm. friends set it up, and and this is back when I was, you know, still in the infancy of doing the science, so it was hard for me to get dates because, like, when you told them what I, when I would tell them what I did for a living, it would quickly turn into a fucking train wreck. That's a nightmare. Yeah. And like, what do you do? Um, well, I, 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 pho- I photograph uh, things. Oh, what kind of things? Uh, things shaped like women. Oh, okay. <gasps> well, you should, you photograph women. Yeah, yeah. What do they wear? I'm like, well, you know, bikinis, one-piece suits. <gasps> oh, my God. But The but, humanity. Okay, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. All right, so you're, okay, so you're, you're the girl on the date, all right? Yeah. All right, so I'm like, so just ask me what I do for a living. We'll, we're we're going to do this. All right. What do you do for a living? Um, well, I, uh, <clears throat> I I work from home and I, I uh, I'm a photographer, so I, I do photography and videography. Rapist. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you jumped to that so fast. <laughs> no, but so let's say realistically, okay. you were a girl who has never heard of this. So, photography. Yeah. So I see that, and you and then you the next thing you ask is. What? what kind of photography? All right. Well, um, so I was a big fan of pro wrestling when I was younger. So I, I, I decided I wanted to start. Pervert. <laughs> God damn it. No, no, no. Okay, go ahead. Continue. Go ahead continue. Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, I, uh, I, I like shooting female combat, stage photography, and, and um, I, 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 I do videos and I do photography and I make money off of it. Huh. So you're in porn. <laughs> you're actually rushing to the end so quick I love it I love it no, but really the way it would go it was just more like so where do you shoot this I shoot it in my home oh uh, where I'm like in my bedroom and it would just well if you, it was the pre-studio yeah yeah, yeah pre-studio yeah. That's, that's tough but even then like if I was single right now and I had this set up I have a studio in my yeah, but it, at least, at least you know, you're kind of like a fucking stud. Try being on the opposite end where you're going on a date and you're like, so what do you do for a living? Well, I'm a yoga teacher, but I make um, most of my money wrestling dudes in a hotel room. You do what now? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, we don't have sex. I'm not naked. They don't really touch me any, in any weird way, but they, they pay me a lot. Like, and you live in Boston. And they live in Boston, and they pay me three hundred fifty dollars an hour to do so. They're like fucking hook up. You must be a pervert. Yeah, fucking hook up. Yeah, I'm sitting next to a hook up. A hook up. Yeah. Oh my god. Fucking hook up. Let's get her a deep dish pizza. (laughs) Leave this fucking hook up. That's Chicago. Oh shit. What do they have in Boston? Let's go get. Let's go get a nice coffee. Ice coffee. We'll get it from Dunks. We'll go get a Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, is it Dunks? Dunks out there? Fucking shit. Yeah, no, we we call it the Double D. The Double D. The Double D. D. Yeah, Double D. And that was our. That's our coffee in New York. It's like let's go to Double D. It's the worst coffee in the world. It is bad and good. Oh man, Starbucks is the worst coffee. That is like hot vomit. It is really bad. It is really bad. Dunkin' Donuts is like yeah. No, Dunkin' Donuts is like I. I, It's like the Maggie Gyllenhaal of coffee. It's like ugly but oddly fuckable. Like it's weird. It's like I don't know. I can't even do it. (laughs) Like I just threw dollars. I I get a small coffee and I'm like. I take a sip. I'm like, I just threw two dollars out the door. Yeah, like I can't even. We do it. I mean, I'm a snob though when it comes to coffee. Ah, so. Uh, so is Jacqueline. Yeah. I mean, I, but I mean, I think it's one of those you grew up with times. it, but you also grew up with it. So mm. yeah, I also grew up with Starbucks all over the place, but I fucking despise them. Yeah. I can't drink it. So if you guys have so... a fetish for coffee, uh, tune in tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about D and D. 
Talking about double D, double D, and some <laughs> uh, from Starbucks. But um, uh, yeah, so it's really it's really difficult. It goes both ways. Yeah. Producers and, and wrestlers. I've had. Um, oh wait, wait. The last part of that conversation, by the way, was yeah. it always it was like this. It was. Mm-hmm. Um, so you shoot it in your bedroom? Yes, yes, I do. Okay, okay. So you shoot girls in bikinis wrestling in your bedroom. Um, <laughs> so you. Okay, you know what? That, that's fine. You know, I can deal with that. Just you know. No, you can't. As long as you don't wrestle them, right? And I just go. Check please. <laughs> <laughs> Dislike. Dislike. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's the same thing. Like, um, you wrestle for an hour in your yoga clothes, and you what? I'm like. And someone Dude. immediately is gonna say it's it's something that it's not. It's always that way. I'm always going to be perceived as, as doing sex work. And I mean, in, in some ways, the fetish work, I guess, can be conceived as sex work, but... You're providing a release, I think, but not it, the kind of release that sex work provides. It's, it's a, it has a moral, a moral line for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not... I'm, it's just, it has the line that I'm not... I'm well, you're, really you're, stay behind. You're a beautiful you know? girl. You were providing a physical service where you're wrestling somebody. That person. I'm taking on a risk, dude. And yeah, and but that person, maybe this person, it, that's their, that's either their fetish or something they've always dreamed of doing. Yeah. But that still doesn't mean it's it's sex work. Right. I think it's still. I, I, I think agree. it's a, you're you're satisfying a, maybe a physical fetish, but you're not <laughs> providing release. You're not providing any no. sort of sexual intercourse. No. So it's not sex work. Or, or nudity. It's the same thing as doing like a live show on stage or, or doing like. A... I, it's like it's like um <clears throat> it's it's competition. Mm-hmm. It's comp- straight up one hundred percent competition. But it's also at the same time to some people it could be seen as titillation just because you're in the same room with them. Well, like, it's, oh my it's, god, it's Leah LeBeau and she's wearing like a sports top and some beautiful yoga pants. It like, goes both ways. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm excited to meet the people who are my fans as as they are excited to meet me. I have a friend who who does. Um... I tend not to disappoint. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, Leah LeBeau tends not to disappoint. <laughs> Raising the bar. <laughs> I like that. that. That would be good. Take the shit out of that. One. That should be your your <laughs> dot com. Tends to not disappoint dot com. Uh, no, but we have a friend who does um, burlesque, oh, and she was just saying like, this is a lot like burlesque, and I was like, how? She's like, I'm creating. I am in these amazing scenarios that are completely out of this world, Wonder Woman versus Batgirl, or, mm-hmm. you know, a, a big bad guy stalking a damsel in distress, mm-hmm. but I'm doing it in front of a camera, and I'm, I'm putting out as much as I can, and I hope at the end, guys are titillated by it, or they're excited by it, or they're just amazed by it. And she was like, this feels a lot like burlesque. It is. And, and, I Because I don't take off my clothes. No. Nope. I don't reveal any TNA. There's no pink parts hanging. Nope. You know? And I thought that was a really nice way to put it. You know? There's like... It's, it is a weird form of burlesque where you're like, you know... And yeah, burlesque is... It's 18 and up. You can go in there and, and check yeah, it out. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really <clears throat> fun and sporty. Like, it's just, it's just fun. It's just a fun... Leah just kicked the table I across did. the um, neighborhood. <laughs> I, I don't know my own strength. <laughs> <laughs> that was just... Like a, that was just, I think, a reflex. Like, I did. I'm starting to get a little sloppy here. <laughs> okay, so real quick. So um, a lot of our fans, of course, are wrestling fans and, and fans of the SKW brand and, and Super Kids World and, and mm-hmm. Jacqueline Velvets. So you've never worked with Jacqueline Velvets? No, right? I haven't met her yet till today. I know. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, the stuff you'll shoot with her, you're going to have a fucking blast because Jacqueline's stuff is just amazing. I mean, I was a fan before I met her. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, it's, it's, it goes without saying. I hope you're still a fan. 
Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah, she got you on that one. Wait, what does that even mean? I don't know. I totally am. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just have to make sure. Yeah. I'm like, you're like, honey, you want to have sex? I'm like, no, go to the bedroom. I want to look at videos of you first. <laughs> no, but um, but yeah. It's, hey, uh, that's cool. Whatever, man. <laughs> whatever floats your boat. No, no, but seriously. like a Hall- Hallmark movie. Hallmark movie. <laughs> <laughs> The guy who looked at my videos. But no, you really, like, I mean, Jacqueline's stuff is something that I was a huge fan of because your style and your attention to detail really spoke to me as a producer and director. And also as a fan of the stuff. I really, I was a big fan at the time and still am of the Sleepy Fetish, the Damsel in Distress stuff. I thought it was very sexy. But she never dealt with it in that overt way of, like, like we were talking about Necro Fetish earlier, where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, a girl is shot and there's that kind of, mix between beauty and, and agony uh, and I think what really s- d- separates the, the good producers from the ones that you go like holy shit dude is what happens after that mm-hmm. and and Jacqueline handles it with so much grace and also attention to female detail the kind of stuff that even if, if a feminine I think if, if a female was into the idea of a slight death fetish she would look at Jacqueline's videos and go, these videos speak to me because they're not so much about, oh, I get decapitated and someone has sex with my dead body. It's more like, oh, this is more about a fantasy. Mm-hmm. It's more about the role play of it. It's not about gore and blood but effects. It, and... It's also about appreciating a woman mm-hmm. and, and respecting a woman and, and keeping her dignity and keeping things classy. Um, classy death. We, we could all wish like, we can all wish for so much like if I could just die like wearing a tuxedo holding a martini that'd be great full full makeup and clean underwear please. <laughs> it's like right after I use the bathroom so nothing comes out after it's just like clean just like ah uh. hey but um, it's all part of the fantasy yeah. so I'm diverted but um so within our realm of of, of uh shoots there's there's obviously there's two classifications for the type of girls that work for us and there's always going to be the girl who wins a lot the girl who loses a lot mm-hmm. gets picked to lose a lot and I think we use the word heel jobber baby face all that stuff mm-hmm. and those come from the old uh, WCW days where that's what they call these guys and girls that would walk into a ring and they were basically there to get destroyed mm-hmm. and it was usually a girl wearing like bright colors and she was high-fiving the kids and then in the corner was some huge dressed in black powerhouse woman who was going to just wipe the floor and people in the crowd would just be like oh she's high-fiving me isn't that adorable mm-hmm. she's gonna get her ass killed like undertaker versus some guy who lives in minnesota mm-hmm. that's how it would work so those poor guys they never even get any theme music when they come out to the ring oh that's terrible <laughs> like she watched here. way more wrestling than i did if you can believe that <laughs> she was a pro wrestling fanatic i was a pro wrestling fan she was a fanatic Really? Yep. Yeah, I was a huge wrestling mark for, I said this in the last podcast, but for a good 10 years of my life, I used to go to live matches, I tried to meet like all the wrestlers when they came through town, I was the one that was online, like going in in forums and talking to other fans and Mm -hmm. like digging up scoops. You know, she would school Aww. me. She would school me on wrestlers that I, I only knew kind of a little bit about. She would just tell me cool. like, "Oh yeah, you know Shawn Michaels that one match that he did in blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Fuck, how do you know this?" Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, yes. so in ter- <clears throat> in terms of the the wrestling world, would you feel that you've been cast to do more of the losing role or the winning role, like the dominant uh, role or the the more where you just dominant? Really? Oh yeah. Wow. 
Because um, I get a lot of requests I, over the last, well, we haven't fucking worked in 13 years, but over those 13 years, I would get requests. Like, it's you probably ever... because of all the dominant stuff. Oh, they were sick of it. They're like, I want to see Leah lose. <laughs> um, no, it's I want that to be her last name now, Leah lose. It's usually a lot of cockiness, a lot of shit talk, a lot of dominance. Um, I generally don't lose mm-hmm. uh, very often in videos and customs. So for you, it's a specific type of person yeah. that really wants to just see me lose. Well, that's cool. Which is awesome because I like losing. Because then it means that you, you get to feed that particular I get crowd. To, I get to be like um, to um, vulnerable and yes. scared and, and I get to show you that I'm not just this mean awful person that <laughs> pulls people's hair and spits on their face and like slaps them and like Jesus Christ puts on scissors until they like attack Turn and cry yeah, yeah, yeah like I mean I, I don't really like to make people cry every day matter of fact <laughs> your, your first just video was your fist was I the first guy you lost to? Uh, is it scripted? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like scripted, yeah. If I fucking we go outside right now, it's gonna be a fucking no. <laughs> Make love now. I know, I know. But um, but uh, so see, it's interesting because a lot of people that talk to me about Leah will go like, I really wanted to lose, and I think it might be a. a, a it might be like just the the genre of stuff that you do. That I yeah. Um, but most of the time, if it's scissors or, com- or like scripted oh, yeah. competitive or whatever, yeah. it's it's me winning. Now against other women, is that the same case? Yeah, really. Yeah. So, so like for Carrie and for other, you are the dom most of the time. Great. We'll we'll sometimes be like. I'm so glad I'm going to provide new stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Leah you know, losing. Well, you know, if it's scripted, we'll be like, oh, flip a coin. You know, like yeah, it was just like, there you go. Let's see, you'll win one, I'll win one, you know, whatever, you know, and that's obviously, it's all scripted. Mm -hmm. But that, so, and now on a personal level, um, I'm I'm going to, and this is an assumption you can confirm or deny, so with men, and we talked about, I think, Andrea Rosu, and Mm -hmm. we talked to, um, uh, since age in particular, said that when it came to shooting with other females, she felt very dominant she wants to dominate other females and she oh. and she said she really liked that but then when she said it was when she shot with males it was the opposite like really? she wanted to be dominated by males but she liked to feel dominant oh, against no. females so i was going to ask you what your particular stance was um <clears throat> on a personal level like, where you're or, like or i prefer like, this yeah in video or real um both we can do yeah uh in real i like to know who is the better trained at the moment because you know you can stop training for a while and the other one could be training and they could so that's more you. neutral i like the more the com, com um the, the competitive. true competitive mm-hmm. but in a in a, a professional way because yeah. there are some girls out there that get really crazy and they're just nuts and i hate that and that's why i have haven't wrestled girls mm-hmm. competitively competitively because they're crazy <laughs> they just be <laughs> crazy <laughs> Can so, you can you very quickly allude to a situation? Just, it's just dirty. They just fight dirty. Where what was I, a, what's like a, what's a ba- like a bad thing that happened? You don't have to name any names. I'm just curious. Uh, Grease girl pulled my hair while posting my crotch and pulled my neck out. Oh shit! I still beat her five to zero, but it hurt for the rest of the time, and that sucks. <laughs> you know, it just they tear for your eyes. They they pull your hair out. They. It, they just do mean, nasty things that don't need to happen in grappling. <clears throat> there was um. So they I don't know they're gonna lose because they know that because yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a yeah. pride thing. There was um uh, one of my favorite Ego. one of my favorite guys Fuck in the Ego. world is uh, is Henry Rollins and um he mentioned something. He did this observation once um where he said like when men fight 
they fight almost as a spectacle. Like when, when guys get into a fight at a bar, mm. it's like, yo, motherfucker, yeah, yeah. Well, you're gonna do something? You do something, they motherfucker. Fight, and yeah. they push and they push and they're, they're kind of secretly kind of hoping that their friends pull them apart so that it doesn't have to happen. But when it does happen, it's just pretty much like who gets the most hits in. It's like a contest. It's like, like animals in the wild yes. pushing out their chests. Very, very, yes. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but he says, when I've seen women fight in bars, it doesn't end until one girl's in her car and the other woman's ovaries are fucking hanging off the rear view <laughs> mirror. It's they don't They're fight. Nasty. They don't fight for show off. And they they, don't, fight, they don't fight fair either. Yeah. And um, yeah, so you just have to be really careful of your opponent because it could just go so awry. Oh my god! And I don't even enjoy it, so I, I don't need to do it. So anymore. I do it. Yeah. I don't. So people ask me all the time, I'm like, no. So now moving on to the more scripted stuff. Like, is <laughs> there the stuff I'll fight anybody? The, I mean, I'm saying, like, do you have a personal preferences in? Because a lot of our guys. Uh, that that watch the the site, they're like, does does this girl prefer to lose? Does she prefer to I win? I like both. It really mm-hmm. matters who I'm wrestling. It matters mm-hmm. the dynamic of us. It matters the size difference. Um, How do you feel? What mood I'm in? Yeah, that's true. You know, it just really matters. How did you feel about today's shoot, actually? That's great. Like, I love losing. Thank you, <laughs> Jacqueline the Vampire. And, yeah, and I think you tied. Uh, Cinder. I I was yeah something like that. It was something like that. But I I don't, I don't have any. I don't have any. I don't really care. It just it really does go per shoot per person. Um, per day per mm-hmm. whatever. You Depends know. on what your mood is. What part of the day it is? Exactly. How long we've been shooting? You know. Well, the reason I asked is because we were talking about that earlier in terms of like someone who's constantly having to be dominant in their day to day life would find some sort of release in being like, you know what, even if it's scripted, if I just get to lose for a while, it's a great change for me having a control situation, let's say in a hotel room, six sessions back to back. And then suddenly you're like, hey, this girl's going to just pin you down and put you in neck scissors or put you in sleepers or, or just pretend Okay, so if like <clears throat> back in the day when I was younger and I was doing 10 sessions a day and then filming at night and doing it for four days straight, yep. um, definitely would want to lose at the end of the night. Okay. On video. Yeah, makes sense. Because that was, like, ridiculous. Uh, now, these days, if I travel, I don't take more than five or six people on a day. Because mm-hmm. even that is a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> it's, um, it's a lot. I've known girls that do four a day, and they get fucking <clears throat> exhausted. I can go up to seven, but yeah. that's pushing it. What's that's your time really limit on this, by the way? An hour each. Jesus Christ. So it's like a full eight-hour day, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, do a lot of them go the full hour, or they just oh, kind of... Yeah. No. Full hour, different people, different personalities, different levels of training, different levels of wrestling, different everything. So you got to um, assess and properly give them their particular thing, you mm-hmm. know, their session. So it's, it's you know, it's individual. And I'm not going <clears> to, <throat> I don't want to compare myself to you in that respect because that's a lot of work. But, it's a lot of work, yeah. Um, video I, work is much different though. And yeah, but I do feel like kind of the same in that when we do like, you know, five, six shoots a day and, and I'm constantly trying to direct, you know, three or four people or even more. Well, so, you're doing most of the work. We're just, we're just acting. Exactly. So we, there's a, I mean, and it is, it's exhilarating and it's so much fun though. It's so much it fun. Is, it like, is. Today, it is. like I think at some point I just was like, I think I looked at you and I was like, fuck, we have 13 years of wrestling to catch up on because like mm. we haven't done it and like you were so good down there and everybody uh, Jacqueline's fantastic, and even though we, I don't, we neither three of us got any sleep last night. None of us. And then on top of that, we drank. So yeah. I, 
It was just kind of like three, three-way hangover. But Jacqueline killed it, and then you were fucking amazing, and then uh, Cinder showed up and like just... Yeah, it was okay. You were fantastic. You were awesome. What are you talking about? I felt like I was sleepwalking. She's going to beat you up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we have any questions yes, from we the do. people? Yes, we do. I was pulling those up. Um, so one of the questions that I always get sent, and I'm not going to name the gentleman because he says he doesn't want to be named, but he starts with the letter L. Ooh, <laughs> what's his name? What's, what's his, his name? name? <laughs> um, I can't. Mr. Um, L. <laughs> it's uh, Kevin Spacey. I don't know who that is. Okay. Oh, no, but um, no, it's not. Um, so he always asks the same two questions. The first one is, <clears throat> what is the strangest customer request you've ever gotten that you said no to? And then what is the strangest one that you've gotten that you actually went ahead and did? Whether it's for your own company which or for your this own This is project. video work or... Vi- or video or work session. and custom. And, and sorry, and session work. Uh, oh, God. And we don't. And when I say the word strange, I don't mean to demean. No. I mean in terms of like to but, you. It was it gosh, like something that what just... What level of strange? Well, it just threw you and you were like, oh my God. Like, uh, I will, I'll do that, but I've never done that before. Or I will never... I just... I can't do that. Okay. Uh, uh, when I did fantasy sessions in the beginning, it was a long time ago, a person asked me to be a schoolgirl, and he was a teacher, but I was an underage schoolgirl with pigtails. Mm-hmm. I started with the schoolgirl outfit, he walked in, I took it off, and put my shorts on. I was like, mm-hmm. Can't do it. This is not okay to me. Mm-hmm. I don't like to pretend in this way. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So that's where I said no, which was really, really good of me because uh, back then I wasn't saying no to, um, <laughs> to certain things. I mean, obviously still PG, PG-13 level, guys. There has to be a um, line. But yeah, that was a, like a, a mental fuck, like a head fuck that yeah. I didn't want to get into because that's just that's drawing a huge line. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, Video-wise... I gotta say, I don't know. It's been so many surreal moments in my life with the videos, but Sybil was doing this series called Queen of Tights. Okay. And it's super hokey, different colored tights with different meanings and different powers. And um, it's just it was just very, very wacky and weird. And many times throughout filming these things, which I'm really bad at those, um, I've thought to myself, this is my life right now. I'm doing this. This is happening. I am Queen Sarah, and I have the tights of gold, which shoots lightning bolts from my heels or something. You know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just that kind of stuff. Um, you're Agent LeBeau, and you're being hypnotized by a vampire. Just, but even it was just even wackier. It yeah. was just one of those real moments where you, you looked at you had to stop. Like you're filming, but you had to look around the room and just be like, okay, I'm doing this. This is my life. This is my job right now. I'm the queen of tights. Mm-hmm. That's happening. That's happening we right talk, now. We talked about that. Yeah, we t- I think my, my most surreal moment was my friend Helena, who you mentioned, yeah. uh, and we miss working with her so much. But it was the me knocking her out for two minutes, and then the last five to seven minutes was just a close-up of her flaring her nostrils. Yeah, just and and I was just filming it, and it's just I'm like, this is happening. Yeah, like, I'm doing like this. It. 
No, you, she didn't even move. Her. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That was yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that. The and flaring, yeah. Yeah, don't, I mean, whoever's listening, like, Jacqueline is terrible at it. Don't ask me. Yeah, don't to. hire me for that, please. <laughs> <laughs> She's uh, really... I'm going to be flooded with 50 nose flaring. You probably. Oh, God, that's really, that's crazy. I didn't know that was one of your skills. Now I'm really going to marry you. Um, oh, this no. was the thing Shucks. that kicked it over the edge. <laughs> I should have. Now I'm going to put a ring on it. Well, I already did. But um, I think I did I a video. The nosing. <laughs> I, I did a video where I had to brush my hair. Well, those are pretty common, right? Like um, hair brushing, tooth brushing. Oh, um, puffy coats. Mm. I still don't get those. I okay. So I don't either. Basically, I mean, I love you guys for for liking it. Starts awesome. with shorts and a sports bra. Okay. And then you put on a coat okay. and a pair of pants. Sure. And then boots. Whatever. And then you put on another coat and a pair of pants and mm -hmm. boots. And then you put on some gloves. And then you put on one piece. Then you put on another coat, another pair of pants, another pair of gloves, and then you put on another one piece. If you can. One piece bathing suit? No, like one piece, like like um, like a leotard, like a body suit, like a like a fluffy like um, sleeping bag. What the? Fuck? And now you put it up over your head and you zip it all the way up. But that's after you put the hat on, the face mask, the gloves, the boots, the four, five, six, seven, eight, nine pairs of pants and coats. Is this like an Alaskan? Christmas story? Like, was it the little kid in the Christmas story? I don't know what it is, but I think Maybe. it's um, the. I have never seen that movie. The, what? You've never seen the Christmas story? No. Oh man. Shit. It's always on in the background at Christmas, so I've seen. Okay. It's, it's one of the classic. best fucking Christmas. It's, it's like a cult classic. I it's know. A cult classic. Now I gotta unmarry so, you. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so it's. The, oh wait! Look at my nose. Oh, okay, married. <laughs> it's the, the process of putting it all on and then taking it all off. But let me tell you, when you zip the <laughs> sleeping bag up over your head and you got this little tiny airspace right here and little tiny bit of a, like light coming through, <laughs> you get a little freaked out. I mean, you got like 10 layers of puffy shit oh, on you, shit. covering you. And then you start by undoing it little by little, one by one, and taking it all off back to your shorts and sports bra. And, and that's then, basically the video. And then I came. And then I came. <laughs> and that felt nice. And, and that felt really nice. No, that feels like it just kind of has that Aladdin feel, like itty bitty little stick. Yeah, it's um, just it's really it's really wild. I like them. I think they're fun. Yeah. I, can't, I but the thing is, I I mean, it's not just they're in really Britain, big. They're huge. But it's not even that. Like it's. I remember hearing. I, I maybe I talked to Sybil. Maybe it was somebody along those mm -hmm. lines. But we were talking about it one night, and they said, "Well, it's not even about the coats. It's about the brand. Mm. It's the particular brand of coat. It North has to be." Face. Mm -mm. You, is that what it is? Or no, they get shipped over from like. People from Germany send them over, and they're like handmade. Passion flashes on. Ah, the Germans. Yes. You must put this on. Those fucking Germans. Put it on, Leah. Put it on. Fucking Germans. No, it's just, so yeah. That, <laughs> so fucking yeah. So this has to be the exact brand name. It can't mm -hmm. just be a knockoff. Right. It has to be the actual. And you put that on, and then that's part of the, the fetish. And then, like, that wasn't even that. Like, it's remember, like the shininess of the coat. It's the, the puffiness. The amount of puffy yeah. the coat is. And then, um, but was it Charlie Chase? Did you work with Charlie Chase? Yes. 
Charlie Chase is awesome. She's a fetish model. She's fucking great. But I think she was mm-hmm. telling me about doing, and if I get your name wrong, or you're not, just fucking email me and I'll correct it. But it was one of those like, well, it's not just puppy coats while just wearing them. It's puppy coats while doing things. So it was like, I'm giving a guy a foot job while wearing a puffy coat. I'm uh, cleaning a bathroom while wearing a puffy coat. I'm oh, doing... That, that's next level. I'm doing show. yoga. Yeah, no, it's usually yeah. just putting it on, taking it off. No, yeah, yeah. The ones, that, but the ones that she was mentioning and the ones that I've seen around is like, here's a girl doing yoga while wearing a puffy coat. I don't know. You have so many layers on you. Right? No idea. You couldn't even really bend. You you better you better be fucking winter. That's all I can say. It better be outside. Like, maybe, no. maybe the whole part of the fetish is like the challenge of seeing you do something like that. It's like, can she yeah. actually bend? Can she achieve and... it? <laughs> no. No. Uh, I think that's one of the, like, the lift and carry stuff is like that. It's like, yeah. Can you actually lift this person over your head? I like lift and carry. That's good. I'm really good at it. I can put a 190-pound man on my on my shoulders. Well, here's what's good about that is you're working with Sumiko tomorrow, which means that I can have you put her in all kinds of big lift moves. Cool. That'll be cool. I like it. All right, so the other question we're going to have, we're going to wind up with a few more questions. Uh, wait, let me... Uh, Facebook has lost me. Um, come on, people. Is come on, people. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, oh, people have responded to your actual photos that I just added here. Okay, so from... Oh, they don't want me to name to name this person. Sorry. Um, it's on Facebook. Uh, probably something that would be talked about anyway. Mm-hmm. Where has she been and why did she leave and what brought her back? I think we were kind of already went through that. Because um, you went through a couple of, of, of spaces of time where you backed out for a bit. I took some time off because I was getting death threats and I met somebody that didn't like my lifestyle. Period. And how long did that take to make you just say, fuck you? Uh, or, or, to the to the person yeah. um, when they couldn't keep up with my lifestyle. Very smart. Yeah. So and you. I, so I made a deal. I was like, you make you keep my lifestyle the way it is. I like certain things. I like to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to have things. At that point, I was young. Um, oh no, that's not Jack Owen is now. So it's all good. Yeah, <laughs> but if you can't, like if you can't, no, no, like you, you would like to maintain a certain lifestyle. lifestyle. I do too. I mean, I, I oh, created well. it for myself. I worked really hard for it. Work I work hard, play hard. Yeah, our chandelier is made of uh, poor people's bones. Oh, so, it looks yeah. like it. That's really good. So I just said, you know, if, if you're willing to uh, do that for me, then I'm willing to stop because in love is love, and you want to. Give the person you love is the most you can. And so that's something that, that I mean, we're not going to go into it in length, but it is something that I've, I've, I've found a lot of girls that we work with um, will tell us the, hey, I've really had a good time working with you, but I'm dating a guy now and he doesn't want me to do it. You know? um, it was just uh, more comfort level for him. He was yeah. really worried about me getting hurt more than anything exactly. else. Exactly. And you're doing something different. You're doing session work, which is... Right, which is a little bit... It's, it's risk. It's a risk. Um, I would never do that again unless yeah. I really wanted to I didn't want to at that point I yeah. was at the top I was the best and no one could beat me at that point <laughs> um, but you were yeah. like Rocky I was, I was traveling a lot I was having a lot of fun I was meeting a lot of people I was having a lot of matches it was a blast and so you were you had to he had to compete with that um, yeah, well, kind of, because I would have been gone a lot. Um, and it was okay. I needed the break. I was getting stalked. I was getting death threats, and it was really starting to mm-hmm. bug the shit out of me, and it was worrying me. So it was fine. I took a break a couple of years, and then I got back at you got it. got back into it. I'm not full-time. I'm part-time, like I said before. So if you want to see me, you need to jump through a few hoops, and mm-hmm. that's just the way it goes. I'm I sorry, mean, shit. It's true. I had to do the same thing. I remember I called you up, and I was just like, 
fuck it. You're different. Yeah, no, but I'm saying in terms of... I know who you are. <laughs> in terms of getting you down here. Yeah, that's a little hard. Because you live up in, in well, I te- Boston. I, Boston. Ba- ba- um, I teach yoga, too, so... Yeah. You know, I have a schedule. I'm a teacher. So I should have done that. I should have been like, you want to come down and wrestle and teach my friends yoga? Because we have, like, three girls that love it. Um, but, like, still, like, I, I, I remember I had to put my foot down because I was like, I need to get... Leah down here like mm-hmm. it just has to happen and remember I mentioned it it, it seemed so natural at the time I was just like should I fly you down you're like yeah that'll work I'm like why haven't we thought about this well <laughs> what did this do <laughs> why did this all not come do. up earlier but um so so the other thing I was going to mention and and we were talking about earlier about the boyfriend girlfriend thing was was this kind of kind of phenomenon that happens a lot with a lot of models but the boyfriend will come out or the new boyfriend or the current boyfriend and will say these exact words and I swear to god this is copy and pasted across the board. I don't like it. No, no, I don't like the idea that there are men out there who might masturbate to you. Oh, that's stupid. Mm-hmm. No, mine, mine didn't say that. He just no, said, I didn't say that was the case. I'm saying, yeah. what are your thoughts on that particular approach? Fuck you, dude. <laughs> I walk down the street and men go home and masturbate to me. I walk into a restaurant, a bar, a fucking library, and you better fucking believe someone's going to masturbate. I believe they're called Pokemon me. gyms now. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> um, no, but uh, but yeah. So that that was my exact thing. I always uh, there was a girl um, that wrestled for us for for a while, and she's she came to me with that story. And she's like, what do you think? And it's I said... It's a narcissist prick trying to hold her down. And it was a guy she had just started dating. And the thing that really struck me is that he had been to one of my parties the night before and was totally sweet to me, very nice. Yeah, because he's a fucking cock. <laughs> he's a narcissist pussy fucking cock. <laughs> he is, yeah. Only... He's, he's a coward. He's a coward that wants to control his woman. And his woman was brand new. And he was doing the first thing he could think of to control her. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. And so the next day she came to me and she said, what do you think? And the first thing I said was pretty much akin to what you just said, which was like, he needs to then stop you from going to A, the beach, B, the pool, C, outside, <clears throat> D, the mall. He might like, as well just throw, put some, you in a no, fu- throw some acid on her face and put a burka on her. <laughs> I mean, that's what he wants. Shit. I drive him down the highway, look over, and the guy is <laughs> looking at me. I mean, shit. It just, that's the way it works. He doesn't even break eye contact. He's no. just like, how's it going? <laughs> and so in that. Boston. But you wouldn't in Boston, yeah. So they're like, let's go get some dunks. <laughs> but no, but seriously, that is that is a universal thing that I've heard. It's not just one person. It's been well, like at least seven. to say they are not together anymore. They're not. Uh, and and well, to, to, to her credit, she came back a week later and said, fuck that guy. He left him. Well, he's, it, it's just a lot of men are very insecure. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. insecure about themselves. And that's why they react the way they react. It's the ones that want to control and say that, oh, I don't want anyone else looking at you and, and thinking about you that way. I'm like, well, <laughs> life. Well, not only that, but that, that not is how people operate. Yeah, and like, and the thing that blows me away is we have that whole rhetoric in this country of like we have to fight the terrorists, we have to fight ISIS, we have to fight Sharia law, and you know what? A lot of those male attitudes that they have over there towards women is closely mirrored by that bullshit. It's by not, the it's, it's, I don't like that other guys would possibly even imagine it's, it's, you. Um, you know. It's machismo, testosterone, narcissist, egotistical. 
probably stemming from how they were brought up and the way that their fathers or their brothers or people in their family are. It's just, I've seen the pattern. Yeah. And it's just another way of controlling because they think that they're superior over women. Fuck you, dude. Yep. And Times um, have changed. Times <laughs> are changing. <laughs> well, they've been changed. They've been changed, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so the women just have to go, you know, you know what? You're cute, but you're not that fucking cute. Right. Period. Right. You, you might have a big dick, but it's not big enough. <laughs> you know, but there's, I mean, and there is that, that psychological kind of thing of like, you know, a yeah. lot of girls will hear that from a guy and they'll still stick around. I, I did it for, I did it for two and a half years. So you've been through it too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I did it. I did it for two and a half years. Uh, not so much in that, um, I don't want someone to masturbate towards you. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Um, <laughs> but you know, passive aggressively just telling me that they, they didn't think that it was kosher and me, you know, following suit. Uh, of course, learn, live and learn. Yeah. Everyone does. And one thing that I, I uh, and, and the one thing I've learned to, to, to really like about you is, and you're a lot like me, um, but I think you're actually more stripped down in that you you really you have a the same kind of bullshit detector that Jacqueline and I and a few other producers have, and, and wrestlers. But you're very honest, which I think is yeah. great because I, I don't I'd like to deal with people who will tell me what they think at all times, Ooh. not hide it behind some flowery what language. What do I have to lose? Right? What am I losing? No. Like, if you told me right now, like, I, you smell like garlic and farts, I'd be like, oh, well, I should go take a shower. But, like, if someone sits there and goes, like, Santiago, what's that new scent? <laughs> what is that? What is that? Dracar Noir? Like, Well, no. you're asking me legit questions. Why would yeah. I be around the bush? But that's something that's very rare. There's a lot of people who don't do that. They will just blow smoke yeah. up your ass. And then For what? Like, they think they're going to get more, more no clients? More, no more work? It could be an anxiety thing. It could be a thing where they're just like, they don't want to be in an uncomfortable situation. And they'll just say What's whatever. What's uncomfortable about it? It's the truth. <laughs> it's the truth. What do you it's think, honey? It could also stem from insecurities as well. Yeah. Well, I heard a really, I saw a really, really great quote. Uh, the truth is like poetry and everybody hates poetry. Mm. It was just so true. It's like, people just hate telling the truth, but the truth is the best thing in the whole world. The truth sets you free. Yeah. <laughs> and there's obviously, everyone has that one. You know, I love poetry. I love poetry. <laughs> I love it. I like to read. I like to drink mead. No, but, um, uh, the, but there, uh, and obviously. I more wine. Yeah. Yeah. Did you grab me some more girl Hell, yeah. Thank you. Some more go-go juice. But I was going to say. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. I was going to say that in terms of the, the concept of truth, even you have to have your filters because you can't just walk up to a person at a party and go, what's with that eye? You know, like, what? No, I mean, there's, there's yeah. a difference between truth and <laughs> yes. being respectful exactly. and socially and you, inept. And you have That's that. Difference. You have the same, and I, I see it a lot in Jacqueline too. She, there's that, there's that just kind of like you know exactly when to be truthful and when not to be truthful. Although when I drink a little bit, I lose a little bit. Of that <laughs> I was at a, I was at a, a white party. Uh, what the fuck is a white party? It's a party where everyone dresses in white. Oh, you scared a, me for no, a second. No, 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 no white lines going on. White lines. No, none of that. Or no, yeah. Um, no, it's it or was in a penthouse in Boston. Mm. The guy. Uh, he used to own a really big company, and now he just throws parties at his penthouse. We're drinking Kool-Aid, by the way. It's yeah. really good. Yes, it is. It's mm. delicious. It's delicious. And, you know, DJs, to, to me, 
these days are fucking retarded. Like, they, <laughs> they have these CD players and they, all, the machines do all the work. Or it's just a straight up computer, right? Yep. Where oh, it's your I, iPod. When I, when I um, you know, start getting into DJing and raving, I was 14 and this is a long time ago. And it was all vinyl. Oh, yeah. So I'll start drinking and I'll be like, these fucking DJs suck. Look at them. You can't even mix. The computer's mixing for him. And I'm like, okay, Leslie, calm the fuck down. You're at a fancy party. You're dressed in white. You haven't spilled anything on yourself yet. Congratulations. Pat on the back. Yes. You know, you, you can shut up now. Go home. Time to go home. But I mean, like, the, the, there's, the truth is the truth. Period. The end. And I think... Um, I think that's, uh, and this is going to, I mean, stop me if you've heard this one, but I remember one of the things, like I, I took a class in philosophy Thank for, you, for um, she's she's good for that. She'll bring you what you need. But no, I was, the I was saying, wench. yeah, the wine wench, uh, <laughs> another one. I like this drink. Yeah. All right. Uh, so what's, any more questions? I will. There's one more. Okay. Um, what but is I was your gonna, favorite color? <laughs> what is your favorite color? What is your favorite color? Uh, Wait, let me, let me try to guess. Um, <laughs> Let me read your aura. Um, no, seriously, guess it. Do it. You can do it. I believe in you. I want to say that it's blue. Close. Teal? Is it teal? teal? Purple. Really? Oh! oh! I was thinking purple, too. Since it's the color that I wasn't allowed to wear. Remember I told you that? Yeah! Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh. So two and a half years, I didn't wear purple. Because the person you were with didn't I want you to wear purple. How could you withstand that? Can Your I favorite you, color. How can you can let I, somebody no, no, take wait, that away from Can I ask you, you why that person, was there, that particular gentleman, no, fuck, not gentleman, that particular dick, uh, was that, did he give you an exact reason why? No? Just purple? didn't like the, the color purple. So it was a manipulation thing. He knew that you loved purple? Um, and he's, something about... Just the color, just he didn't like him. And it was tacky to him. I was like, yeah, but was he not like a really did, looks good on me? Did he like? Did he not like Prince or anything? Like he was. No, it was something about this. Like this, I don't, I don't know. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. Well, we don't have to get into I don't know. It. I just remember I couldn't wear purple. We don't have to get into. It. Um, okay, so um, purple girls. <laughs> as someone as dominant as me to be that, I guess that would probably be the only time I was super submissive, like super submissive. That's a good point. And it was so wrong. It was so wrong. I honestly, I mean, just for me to you, I can't imagine you that way. Oh, me either ever again. I can't. I I'm really sorry, can't. Anyone and I, it, it actually sounded like that. What was that movie with Julia Roberts where, like, the husband, she, like, oh, oh, uh, escapes um, from him? Shit. Uh, uh, sleeping with the enemy. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, it, yes. And it wasn't that bad, no. but there was hints of it mm. that reminded me of that film mm. where it was, like, the keep these towels straight and you have to, yeah. you know, and then the Jessica Jones awesome. things where we were talking about, like, smile. Yeah. You know, and like. Oh, well, that was David Tennant doing that. He can tell me whatever he wants. <laughs> that's a different scenario. You want altogether. me to do what now? I can do whatever you want. And that's how Tumblr was born. Yeah. No, um, so uh, another quick thing I'm going to do here, because this is something I, I, I heard recently. I think it was in a movie. Um, and I thought it was fantastic. And it's a really good way to kind of gauge. Uh, a person, and it's a good drinking game too. But we're not going to do it in drinking game form. But oh, what I'm going to ask you to do is uh, two questions left, we're and we're going to wrap. Yeah, we're not drinking at all. This is really good Kool Aid. So I want you to say three things about yourself. Uh-huh. Two of them are true. Oh, one of them. Shit, we're playing this game. One of them is a lie, and I have to guess which one is the lie. And I will do the same to you because it's it's fair. 
Okay. But I think it's a good way to kind of wrap things up because it's... Okay, yeah. hold on. Let me All think right. about this Go for, for it. Go for it. And Jacqueline's got to do one too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? But, but I, can't ask, I can't answer that one because I know You don't have well. any more questions? Or just no, no, there's one more that I'm saving for the end, and okay. it's from our friend Mary right. Meow, who's a pro wrestler who you'll be meeting tomorrow. Aww. But she's she she has a really good one to end. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Uh, two so, things that are true and one thing that's false. But in whatever order you want of to. Of course. Yeah, there of we course. Go. Um, Number one. Hold on. Hold on. Let me think about this. Oh, sorry. I, I just my brain. Um, retracting that statement. Oh, shit. Me? Drink some more Kool Aid. Uh, I drive a Mercedes. Number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I own dogs. Okay, number two. Okay. Um, what else is true? What else is false? <laughs> Good one. Nice. Um, I hate black. Oh, thank God you didn't end that with the letter S. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. <God>. So, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? I'm messing with I you. I hate the color black, not black. Thank you. I'm fucking. With I you. may be from the East Coast, but I'm not a you're fucking not, asshole. You're not that Boston. No. 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 Um, no. Obviously, I'm, I'm joking. Um, okay. So you hate the color black. Um, you drive a Mercedes and you own dogs. Mm-hmm. Jacqueline, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to say that you don't own dogs because I haven't heard you talk about your pet yet. And my response is, I'm going to say you're wearing black right now. Um, so I'm going to say the black color thing is the one that's a lie. Ding, 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 ding. Booyah! I own two dogs and I do drive a Mercedes. Yeah, I Jacqueline's gonna do it, and then we're gonna do the last question. Okay. I can't believe this. You said everything was true. I, I was like, that all sounds very true. Shit. But the, the only thing I can Okay, let me go. Alright, drop okay. the ball. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I was once attacked by a whale. Um, my, I'm a natural redhead. Uh,. I have implants in my butt. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good, right? Leah LeBeau. Let's uh, swap that back. I'm gonna say false to the implants. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, come on. I seen your butt. It doesn't look like. It. I mean, you get a nice round butt, but you you don't have like the the implant butt. Oh, right. thank you. With the line. What does the implant butt look like? It just—it's got a line to it, dude. It's got—it's an implant. It's not like secured to the muscle. It's <laughs> just kind of—you can flip it around. And like, <laughs> oh, it's gross. You yeah, you gotta YouTube that. There's videos of the girl that like can flip it inside flip out. Oh, oh no! I would rather eat McDonald's for six months, gain a lot of weight, have them suck the weight out, double bonus, and then stick it in my ass before I put an implant in any day of the week. I would actually do that. I might do that anyway. <laughs> I don't to do that. Jesus Christ! It's called a Brazilian butt lift, by the way. If any of my fans want to help me get to that goal, I can definitely yeah. email me. No, it only costs about 15 grand. No That's big a, deal, guys. It's no big deal. Come on. Go fund me. <laughs> fund kidding. my ass. Just kidding. 
Okay. All right. Well, I fucked that. I I I fucked that up. Wow. Way to go, buddy. That was terrible. That's all right. Prized asshole. Jesus Christ. I feel very embarrassed. Okay. So last question of the night. I'm gonna. I'll fix that later. Like I'll just fix it in post. (laughs) Um. So our buddy uh, Mary Meow. uh, She is uh, a brand new wrestler on the scene. She's (laughs) looking to uh, expand her presence online. She's she's exploring all this, and she's absolutely fantastic. You're gonna get to meet her tomorrow and hang out. So she has a question, and <clears throat> she says, in case this doesn't come up in the answer to this, I'd also be curious about how it feels for a fetish performer to be able to say, I haven't done this particular thing for 13 years. Uh, what that kind of longevity in the community is like, and whether there's more trepidation or a sense of homecoming in a return like that, looking forward to meeting her. So basically, I The guess fact that I haven't seen you in 13 years and coming back. And coming back and doing this. What did it feel like? What does it feel like? Yeah. It I feels mean, like it's home. It's like nothing. We didn't even skip a beat. It's like I just saw you yesterday. Oh. That's what you want to hear. You <laughs> know, like I said, um, I haven't done any video work for a little while. I have done video work for Sybil and, and Carrie, but it's been a little while. Mm. And it's like riding a bike. It was fun. It's easy. Not easy, but, you know. Would you categorize it as, as a bit of a different approach in terms of like directing style, performance style? Everyone has their own style. Yeah. Um, I've worked with people who like to do a lot of cuts before. Um, it, it's it's time consuming, but worth the effort in the end. Um, but yeah, there's there's no, it's like no time really has been lost. And that's, I think that's the key to a good friendship. Oh, of course. Um, I have a friend. I mean, we've been following each other on Facebook yeah, for years. Yeah, I mean, that helps too. Uh-huh. But I mean, like, we also talk and we, 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 we exchange comments and, and occasionally yeah. message each other and stuff. But like, I, I feel like well, I have a friend who I haven't, you know, we don't get to hang out a lot. I've seen him, like, I think some two years ago. Mm. But I feel like if he shows up tomorrow, it's like... Dude. Yeah, well, I mean, we're both yeah. very real people, very down to earth and very easy to get along with each other. So mm-hmm. it doesn't really... I'm not like one of those flaky fucking models that you know you just you keep at arm's length because that's the way they are you know but also you have a very large clientele of beautiful women here that you work with so I can see why the postponing has happened plus you have a beautiful soon to be wife and you're very busy with her and you know, it's, it's you know, whatever. And you haven't, but I'm even, here you now. haven't even worked for a company yet, and I think you're going to... Oh, I can't wait. You're going to get a mm-hmm. kick out of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the last question I'll ask, because this is mine, is um, in this world of what I do, because a lot of the times when we do this uh, particular podcast, I like to keep it about other things than just the pro wrestling stuff, because um, I want to make it more of a wide net. But in your experience, after 13, 14 years of shooting videos, uh, being in videos, maybe mm-hmm. in some case co-producing or even co-directing, what would you say is your biggest pet peeve? Like when you go, like in terms of like production modeling, um, like what is what what bugs the shit out of you? Because I think that's that's a great question to to kind of glean off of. Uh, the producers that take too much time and don't respect time of the model. Mm-hmm. Um, What's a good example of that? Uh, I worked for a company a while ago and he just, I, I gave him a time, he flew me in and everything, but mm-hmm. I also said this is the time limit that I have. Is this okay? Is this agreed upon? Let's agree. From like blank to blank. Yep, yep. Let's agree upon it before and then let's go through and, and do the ticket and all that other stuff. And um, he just slow, 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 didn't get it all done. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but we agreed before you bought the ticket that this was it. I was willing to go, go, go and get the work done. 
And he ended up, like, blasting my name. I don't really look at it. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, but he blasted my name all over the internet with, um, you know, I'm a pre- prima donna and I demand. I'm like, no, I'm professional. I want to get my shit done. And you also, I got shit to do. You also established what times you were going to... I established an agreement beforehand, which was an email. All, uh-huh. all on paper. So that, that's a big pet peeve. You know, we're not friends. No. I didn't know the guy. Like, it's just, I was working for his company. Uh, so respect from the producers. And, I mean, it goes both ways. I and mean, there's a lot of really flaky models out there where they don't show up. and they don't. Like, I am of- not one of them. I would have to be food poisoning <laughs> on my deathbed, which has, I mean, I've, I've been sick before and mm-hmm. had to cancel. But I would have to be at that point in order for me not to show up to your shoot. Seriously. Oh. You know what I mean? It's just professional. It's, it's a job. It's not like it's fluff, fluff. Oh, I'm having fun. La, la, la. It's a fucking job. Yeah. You're getting paid for it. They're setting it's up time really, for you, yeah. and you are coming in for a time. It's a job. It's a fun job. It's a fun job, but it's still, there's got to be a responsibility a to show, show the fuck up. Um, <laughs> you know, and do and do the best that you possibly can for that day. And um, one quick uh, a side note uh, at the very end, because I think I was going to ask this uh, at the very beginning, but I forgot. Um, so for it's 2016. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of girls now that are hitting 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, whatever, mm-hmm. and they're thinking of getting into this business. Is there Don't. one? T- <laughs> uh, no, no. But no, no. But like you know, they're they're seeing how much fun we're having doing mm-hmm. it, and so if you could have any of these girls you know ask you like hey give me just one little piece of advice before I move forward what would you say for the video work um, really really meditate on your line that you're willing to be on cross don't cross that line you'll Mm -hmm. regret it and you'll then go through your future thinking about that line that you crossed on one day that is now on the internet forever so just make sure that your lines are clear they're cut and the producers know it, mm-hmm. and they don't disrespect you in that or try to force you into anything. And if you are getting forced into it, walk out, period. Because it's, it's your, your name, your image out there online, and you don't have to deal with anybody, well, guys, especially if it's not agreed upon. Sound advice. <clears throat> guys, mm-hmm. um, that is really good advice, and there is a hot tub outside, and I think we're going to do just that. Fucking finally. We're going we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna, to we're gonna walk out. We're going to we're we're walk out. But for now, I really want to thank um, Jacqueline Velvets for putting up with the co-hosting gig. And staring oh, yeah, this is horrible. <laughs> 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 but most of all, tonight, um, I'm really, on a personal level, thrilled to have Leah back in town. Aww. I feel like... I'm so glad like, to be here. Like you said, like we haven't missed the beat, but at the same time... Thirteen years is a big beat. It's a big, it's a big, it's a big amount of time. It's a big. I was, I was a baby when you last saw me, and so were you. Yeah, I we didn't were... have this. I didn't know I could actually grow like facial hair. Look at you. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was, she was like, just stop yeah. shaving it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, um, no, it's it's a huge deal, and I'm really glad to be back here and you're an amazing it, yeah, host. It feels so like it you. feels like we've made a really great like a circle is complete and mm-hmm. other Star Wars references. But um, uh, so thank you so much for, for doing this. I think it's it's people gonna love it. And Yay. If you guys have any questions for us, please email me. Uh, it's imsleeperkid at yahoo.com. If you have any requests for future podcasts, same thing. If you want to ask Jacqueline Velvet something, same thing. Jacqueline Velvet's at gmail.com and it's Leah LeBeau at hotmail.com in case you want to 
order or, or set up an amazing uh, grappling session. Um, and if you want to see her get her butt kicked for a change, stay tuned to superkidsworld.com and skwpbv.com, and you're going to get to see just that because apparently um, it's one of the few places where it happens. Oh, yes. Um, but we love you guys. We thank you so much for thank listening. Thank you. And um, please keep listening, and you guys keep being awesomely weird and strange and fantastic and beautiful because we love you. And, and so will we. Yeah. <laughs> Always and forever. Good night. Good night. Adios. Bye. Bye-bye.